Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 151, and it is Wednesday, January 30th, 2019. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's going on, everybody? And joining us in the studio today, we have very special guests in the building, friends of the show, returning to the Codex Prime Podcast, the UW. Oh, what's going on, fellas? What's up, people? What's going on, everybody? We got got the most diabolical. We got the most diabolical hater this side of the Mississippi, Kyle Chapman. Allegedly, allegedly, (laughs) allegedly. (laughs) We got the angry fan, Eddie Ortiz. I'm not angry. I'm passionate. (laughs) (laughs) And we got the philosoph, the philosoph, fickle, fickle, fickle. Brian Lopes. Fickle. Hello there, children. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, yo. Um, With the UWO here, you know what that means. It's going to be all wrestle talk this episode. We're going to be talking about the Royal Rumble weekend, starting with NXT TakeOver Phoenix and Royal Rumble 2019. And yes, there will be many shovels for the burial of the week is coming. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Uh, hashtag Nia Jax is bad at her job. But before First, we get into, hey, hey, don't talk about my woman like that. But anyway, um, before we get into the proceedings, gentlemen, I know you guys were itching to do this before the show. <laughs> Wanted to do this for a long time. So I bestow sponsorship <laughs> plugs, privileges to y'all. Uh, you want to do the tagline? I do the tagline. Okay. 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 <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we would just like to direct your uh, attention to the Studio Regent headphones, as you can clearly see Victor is wearing. They are wireless headphones, Bluetooth compatible. They have 24 hours of battery life, and as you can get 15% off on the website by using Codex Podcast as a promo code. And as always... Free shipping in the USA. <laughs> Damn, that's right. Damn, right. <laughs> yes. Nailed it. <laughs> that's what's up right there. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. It shows that we listen. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I couldn't remember if it was 26 or 24 hours of battery life. <laughs> but yes, uh, man, uh, lots of lots of wrestling talk uh, to get into, as well as some uh, some breaking. News headlines this this week alone. Just a couple of uh, big name releases. They were fickle. Uh, fickle. <laughs> fickle. <laughs> Impotent. Oh, uh, that's the new one. Right? <laughs> Change it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Uh, should we get into it? Let's yeah, go. Let's All go right. Straight into it because there's so much we got going on. Yes, and while Carl continues to share the episode, uh, let's start off with NXT Takeover Phoenix taking place uh, last Saturday, January 26th, at the Talking Stick Resort Arena in Phoenix. Yeah, I can't believe that's the name of that damn arena. <laughs> Man, you Seriously. know, yeah. <laughs> just by the name, we know who owns it. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, it could be worse. It could have been called the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, but okay. Know. Yeah, see, first off, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we are not going to do that today. Oh no, of course not. You know, we, we, we will not disrespect the AT and T Dallas Cowboys Sportatorium, whatever you call it. First off, if you have been there, it's a, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. It looks a lot better than the team does. So I'll give it that. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming from a team. Gillette Stadium is pretty nice. Not really. Especially but, those banners. You know, you know, you know, oh, we got banners too, but not. Old this is coming banners. from a T. They're still there. Don't do it. It's still dusty. Say, you, already, you already know where I'm gonna go. You already gonna go. You already know where I'm going. You warm the couch up for us. Oh, we did. One, we did. All right. Two, three, four, five. 
Sunday. Six. Bane's going to come <laughs> and bomb that whole damn stadium. So no okay. Games. Ric Flair still has more. You're going to hear yeah. Tom Brady sitting there. <laughs> and all of a sudden, half the NFL just Chris, Jer- Chris Jericho is the GOAT. Chris Jericho? Absolutely. He's the, the, the GOAT. The, what about John Cena? Who? Cena has as many championship rings as Ric Flair. Well, hold on, he does. <laughs> as we all drink our But beer. does he have more than Jerry Lawler? Oh. How many does Lawler have a total? Like 153. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> is that a real number? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Wow. Well, you're booking Memphis, so you can be like, hey, I'm just going to be champion this week. Okay. Okay. Well, damn. How about that? But yeah, so let's get into it. Uh, NXT TakeOver Phoenix uh, kicking off with the first match. War Raiders. They're challenging the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Man. War Raiders. Man, Hanson and Rowe. Five stars. That was a... Damn good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> it really was. A- NXT, thought- NXT delivered with a tag team match opener that they always do. Oh, yeah. And Undisputed Era delivered as they always do as well. Mm-hmm. War Raiders. Everybody's been sleeping. People, all right. Uh, nobody listens. Just so you guys know, though, we correctly predicted that match on the UWO podcast, which you can listen to on all podcast streaming devices such as iPodcast and, you know, Google Play. Go ahead. Y'all made it to Google Play? Stitcher Radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, Anchor. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just, I just like cheap plugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> plug away. Yo, dude, plug away. Plug away. But, but yeah, it, it, was a, it was a solid match. The crowd was on their feet. Um, uh, like the Undisputed Era, man, they've been making the tag team division in NXT shine like since the summer. You know, just been holding the championships for that long. Doesn't matter who they're in the ring with, it's always a good match. O'Reilly and Roderick Strong were always killing it down in Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. And even Bobby Fish, too, when they were a Red Dragon, uh, him and Kyle O'Reilly, always had really good tag team, like, movesets and, like, like very cohesive with each other. Yeah. And translating now into NXT, it's great because it gives tag team wrestling a life in WWE, even though it is an NXT, yep. it is giving life to it is, tag team wrestling <laughs> in some form. Let's not, not, let, let, not say what NXT is doing is giving life to WWE because it's as, we, as we all know, the loyalist puppets only watch Raw. Okay. Okay. So There's going to be certain things that are going to be said. And you'll notice and all of you'll this. know. We'll have to take a there, there are trigger yeah. words. Okay. <laughs> we all know they sit around. Since Vince McMahon does not watch NXT, they do not watch NXT. So what's going on in NXT is all credit to Triple H. Oh, yeah. The tag team division down there is, is on par with other companies that ain't Raw or SmackDown tag teams out there. Yeah, if you remember, man, Vince McMahon is not big on it. I don't even think he watches it. Because if you remember correctly, Roman Reigns was supposed to be the big guy, not Seth Rollins coming out of the NXT when the show came around. He wanted to push Roman. I mean, it shows. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm an, I know I'm a Roman guy, but it definitely shows. But if you want to talk about in-ring performance, Seth Rollins is definitely one of the best. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And um, the War Raiders, they actually came out with that badass Viking entrance. Love yeah, that. man. Yes. Love it. That's yeah. what they do. Have any of you guys... I was gonna say, have any of you guys seen the Viking wedding yet with him and uh, with uh, Eric Rowe and uh, Sarah Logan? Uh-huh. I saw I saw a picture of it, but that, that Viking training is real. I had a friend shout out to Josh McDaniel. He's like he used to Viking train like ridiculously. Yeah, those do. They make like all their own weapons, all the shields. They're like uh, 
they called them like Viking kits. Yep. Like they they build all that stuff. And I guess Sarah Logan was actually one of the people that was on stage with them when yeah. they were doing their entrance. And the entrance was badass. Oh yeah. It took forever to get to it, but it was it was a damn good entrance. Oh yeah. Well, they were sure. being actually you know respectful yeah. to the culture as well. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that... overall, the match was awesome. I I'm a huge fan. And Hanson being a local guy, um, that dude always pulls out something that makes the crowd go, "Holy shit!" Yeah. You're a big ass and not be doing that. A cartwheel, <laughs> cartwheel, backhand spring. He was wrestling like he was Jay Lethal. Yeah, that <laughs> match, Ro, his endurance, his power, his it, it, to be able to that late into the match still be hoisting up everybody, still carrying people around, delivering that that the the power bomb, um, the power bomb and the, the, the front slam, at the, the front slam, yeah. combo, and that was late in the match. This by this time, if he wanted to collapse, I, I wouldn't even blame him because by this time he'd been doing some heavy work. Yeah. I and mean, that's a guy who survived a really bad motorcycle accident too before he oh. got to WWE. Oh wow! So he, I'm surprised that he's actually still wrestling. The dude's arms were like completely torn to shit. Ooh. But yeah, no more power to him, man. I'm so happy the War Raiders are doing good in NXT. Absolutely, and I, I just uh, saw on Twitter earlier this morning. I think War Raiders became the first tag team to win. The IWGP, ROH, and NXT Tag Team Championships. Yeah. 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 So that's yeah, big accomplishment. Wow. I didn't even know. Yeah. I didn't know. I was like, well, I was Here's hoping they just stay in NXT. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I could see Vince turning him to another Bludgeon uh, Brothers, uh, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> more just, what's going on with that? Uh, just Rowan's back now, huh? Yeah. He's a recycler. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, what happened to the better Bludgeon Brothers? <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, Luke well, I bet you he's going to show up with, you know, and probably be. Handing out recycling bins and everything like that, and you eventually bring in the recycling truck. Captain Planet. Yeah. <laughs> the Planeteers. The Planeteers yeah. are forming. Yeah. But yeah, War Raiders, uh, Undisputed Era. War Raiders became the new NXT Tag Team Champions. Hell of an opener for a takeover show. Um, I wonder what other NXT Tag Teams are gonna are gonna you know take them on in the future. It's gonna be pretty dope. Maybe uh. Maybe a reunited DIY or heel IY, whatever you want to call them. Maybe oh, I like that. Yeah, oh, we'll see. The, the, the lords of NXT. You mean? Mm-hmm. Yup. They, they two man power trip is coming. Yeah, man. <laughs> and big shout outs to Nick Thomas watching and Odina, the true Canto. Yep. What's Thank up, Dana? Yes. Thank you very much. Yep, for the Codex Prime sticker banners. It's cool. You it's don't awesome. marry her, I will. <laughs> and that, now it's documented. Yes. Wow. Oh, he put it on camera. <laughs> and that's yeah. Carl sips to quench his thirst. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. Stay thirsty, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Miss um, stay thirsty, Mr. Michaels. Yeah. So we got the next match on the card: uh, Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono, part three. I uh, actually missed this match. Oh. Yeah. Well, we did ask her to watch it before we started. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we, we, got, we, we got here. We saw the mics. We got excited. Yeah, but uh, I will say that this was like perhaps the weakest match on the card, but it was still it was still enjoyable. I give it four stars. Four? I give it three. I can see why you consider it weak, but at the same time, if you really go back and rewatch the match, they stiffed the hell out of each other the entire way. It wasn't flashy. It wasn't like the next match we're gonna talk about. But for what it was, it was very hard-hitting, very... It, and the ending was different. I love the ending to that match. Instead of, you know, just tapping the guy out in a regular submission hole, not many times do you see someone get beat into submission. 
Like, mm-hmm. let alone in yeah. UFC, in, let alone in WWE or NXT. It was something different. It was something they tried. Some people may like it. Some people may not. I am a fan of it because I'm a fan of guys like uh, Shibata and Tomohiro Ishii from New Japan. Those strong style hitting. I know Kyle's mm. about to say. Say so? Yeah. No. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. sorry. But one thing I will say, like, thank you. Because you put me on to Matt Riddle. This boy is something special. The original bro over here, man. Mm-hmm. It, like, no... And then, not to mention, Josiah Williams did his remit, oh. remix. Oh. song. I listened to that thing that entire Five weekend. Five times. Yeah. I played oh, that shit. Five the times. Entire back weekend. to back to back. On repeat. Yeah, and there was a there was a disgusting spot where Cassius Ono bit uh, Matt Riddle's toe because Matt Riddle wrestles barefoot. I heard about that, man. Yeah, yeah, that's gross. Yeah, there were a couple of fans chanting, you sick fuck. Yeah. I would have been one of them. Yeah. Did you see the kick when they showed the replay of when Riddle was on the floor he and his mouth was open and Cassius Ono just blasted him right yeah. in the mouth? Oh my god, wow. it was vicious. You think see, that was probably like Rookie Hazen saying, "All right, you in the big leagues now? Like, let's see what you can got." Yeah. Like a Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Daniel Pewter type situation. Yes, but at the same time, Oof. he's one of those guys they that chopped the hell out of him. <laughs> Poor Daniel Pewter. Poor Daniel Pewter. I think it is. At the same time, do you really want to test the guy who? got released from the UFC on like a five fight win streak and that's known for like knocking people out and is a great submission guy has mm. amazing cardio like I get as like as people who've trained right yeah. we know that they're gonna test us eventually yeah. like they're gonna beat the shit out of us to see what we're gonna do yeah. and I get WWE cause they are very petty when it comes to stuff like that and they're very like behind the scenes are very old school with like you know you gotta earn your spot you're not just gonna come here and make a name or whatever yeah. so yeah maybe it was a test for Riddle but honestly to me, the dude passed with flying colors. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Nah, see, I feel differently about that. The match was good overall, but poor, poor Ono. The, yeah. yeah nah, the man doesn't, the, the man just got turned into a welcome mat. The gatekeeper. He's the gatekeeper. He's a toe sucker. <laughs> and he got foot finish. He, he got tapped, he tapped out to elbows, and he's supposed to be a knockout artist. He's supposed to be. The guy who was knocking people out with an elbow, and he taps out two elbows. Uh, they, if he wasn't already done, he Ono's done. So just collect your paychecks, enjoy the time you have left, and somebody got buried. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, but overall, the the match was in, the match story wise. I understand why they went that route because it's all about Matt Riddle. It's not about Ono. Ono's. He might have yeah. worked for his release. Nick, Nick Thomas just commented. <laughs> no, I would say like uh, like Ono is more like a journeyman. journeyman yeah, at wrestler. this point, he yeah. just yeah. collected. He, put on a lot he of just gets those on those journeys. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Yes, yeah. he did. I remember seeing him as Chris Hero. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, he was much thinner. I've watched Chris, I watched Chris Hero for a couple of years from like IWA, Ring of Honor, CZW. The dude is an amazing technician in that ring, but man, to that shirt dream, ain't helping. You got to wear pants. <laughs> you gotta wear pants. Cause that, that shirt ain't helping either. It's like uh, I, he stopped hanging out with Cesaro and just went downhill from there. Cause when he was when they were part of the Kings of Wrestling, I guess Cesaro must have kept him in shape too. Yeah. It's still one of my favorite theme songs. Yeah. Love Kings of Wrestling theme song. But yeah, man. But yeah, Matt Riddle, good showing for him. Definitely big things in his future. Uh, third match on the card. Woo, man. Talk Total about the weekend, bro. That was the best match of the weekend. Yep. Yes, the the oh, match man. of the Period. weekend so far. My number one match of 2019. I know yeah. it's early. Johnny Gargano versus Ricochet for the NXT North American Championship. Good luck typing that one for the rest yeah. of the damn year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
like I'll, I'll say this like ever, ever since i started uh helped start the podcast back in 2015 I, I, i've done like matches of the year like my number one favorite match of the year johnny gargano is like is a two-time winner of my match of the year mm. uh award because he won the first time in 2016 as one half of diy versus the revival that two out of three falls tag team match at takeover oh, that was good. Yeah. yeah best best tag team match i've seen in nxt thus far and and he won and Johnny Gargano won it for the second time match of the year with Andrade Cien Almas at last year's takeover back in January of Philadelphia I believe. Mm. Uh, with with this match, if the rest depending on how the rest of the year shakes out, Johnny Gargano he might win the, my third match of the year <laughs> award. And, and, was Gargano? Well, no, Gargano is going to come down to which one do you give for the award? Yeah. Because mm. uh, uh, I have not seen a I haven't seen a bad Johnny Gargano match. Not one. That's why he's missed mm. the takeover. Johnny Wrestling. Does anybody yeah. remember Ricochet Johnny Takeover on his feet? No, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. First of all, Rico- <laughs> Ricochet is not human. <laughs> that man, <laughs> his legs need to be inspected for mechanical devices because, <laughs> or either that or the man literally knows how to fly. Little tink tink. He 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 knows how to fly. He has the X gene, and he's not telling people that. Mo- okay. And then on top of that, I follow him on Twitter. He was actually upset at himself because he caught his foot on the top rope and he could have landed better. Wow. It wasn't clean enough for him. The man was mad at himself because he he wasn't clean enough for him. Let me tell you something. I have cousins who stopped watching wrestling. Mm -hmm. And I said, listen. Watch Ricochet. I sent them just highlights of this match. He's like, this dude is... And they're like... This dude is insane. He's not human. Like, I want those, like, yo, I, when's the next takeover? He flipped over the turnbuckle to go outside, though, man. Like, yeah, he <laughs> took the entire post. Yeah, man. <laughs> After just shrugging it off, say, oh, oh, I got, don't worry about that. <laughs> like, the crowd is like, oh, how are you going to get to him? He's like, I got this. Yeah. He's and like, that- hold my beer. <laughs> oh yeah, and that, then that crazy spot he did with Gargano, where uh, Gargano hit him with a with a hurricane with a Frankensteiner off the top turnbuckle. Ricochet did like a four fifty, boom, landed right on that's his feet. What, yeah, that's that was insane. <laughs> like he landed on his feet. Yeah, and then I found out that's actually a, a similar spot he did back in New Japan with his match with Kota Ibushi. He did the same spot. I'm like, really? okay, I gotta yeah, Osprey, Osprey that actually did that well, recently yo, too. Nick oh, Thomas was just yeah. saying, y'all gotta watch his matches with Will Osprey. Osprey. They're literally the same person. Yeah, mm. they yeah. are the Marvel Cinematic Universe carbon yeah. copies of each other. Yes, yep. yes. <laughs> was that? I didn't see the movie, but I'm pretty sure was that Spider-Man um, ring gear he was wearing? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he yeah comes no. And Gargano was what the Human Torch, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he, Osprey is one of those guys that does that does Spider-Man movies. Yeah, he does the different. Marvel comics and stuff like that outfits too. Mm. I've said this but, before. Oh, sorry, Heather. No, no. no. I was gonna say. I said this before. I will say it again. Find me one person that does professional wrestling that does any move that Ricochet does better than him. Mm. Still to this day, I haven't. Aside from maybe Osprey, Osprey is literally like the closest one. The closest person to him. I don't see anybody in the His business who hits a better so clean man. Who hits a better four fifty than him? Not a damn. Who hits level. a better shooting star than him? The only other person I know that does. There's two other people I know who do 630s. One is Jack Evans. The other one was a British dude named Jody Flights. I like Jack Evans. Yeah. I, I was a huge jumping Jack Evans fan. Yeah. Love that dude. And nobody does it better than him. Nothing that I have I have seen this man do in a ring, mm-hmm. nobody can top it. And I will stand by that. And yes, I am wearing a shirt. I am going to stand by that statement. I'm, I'm mad you're wearing a shirt. I'm, I'm, but I mean, <laughs> shout outs. 
to Monty for going out to Pro Wrestling Tees in Chicago and picking up my all-in shirt that I wore last week and my I used to be over shirt. <laughs> used to be over. Used to be over. Yeah. Oh, Is that like the definitely. slogan of the Cowboys? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> but we them boys. Thick ring. Thick ring. Where's the pan- and where's the Panthers playoff shirt? They're in, um, we give them to like a third world country. <laughs> What's your football team doing this Sunday? Making new shirts. Yeah, me too. <laughs> We're looking for two new members of the UWO podcast. <laughs> I'm going to need a new hat. Uh, have a lot of room to put six. Oh, oh. Nicholas Thomas also says uh, Will Ospreay is the white ricochet. Yeah. Yeah. Is he that good? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I've not, I haven't seen him. When you yeah. get a chance. What the hell is wrong with you? I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> We're always late, man. <laughs> Oh man, there was a. I showed up to work early this morning. Oh man, I will. I will say with this match, uh, there was some good storytelling with uh, Johnny Gargano. He ripped the the outside pads. Oh, transformation into Champa. Yeah. Yep. I said this last time after that last match. I said he is going to turn into Champa, mm-hmm. and that's how this story is going to keep playing out. That's why we're going to get the heel DIY. They both at, at both holding titles. It's just. Oh, it's just magical, the story. I mean, I'm not yeah. disagreeing with that, but I still wish I would at least saw babyface champion Johnny Gargano at least have a... No, no, you're going to you're gonna get that. The, the story's going to end with Johnny Gargano sitting on top of the mountain, def- defeating his foe. But first, he has to go to the dark side exactly. He's the in, order to, yeah. in order to come back to the light. I face of NXT. Yeah. Like, I freaking love... This storyline is going to go for Mara years. The yeah. sells Johnny Gargano, and you're just like... Johnny. Like, I want that Johnny back. Can I, can I just say, yeah. too, Mar Ronaldo is the best in the game. Absolutely. Right now, he is the best in the game. Absolutely. Yes. yes. He, I watched the, the uh, I don't know if you guys ever seen the reactions. Like, they, they videotape him. Some, I saw, I saw, I saw the thumbnail. I, 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 saw it, I saw his, he, when his reactions look like little kids' reactions. Like, like, he's watching it at home. He's like, oh my. It's like, you watch Nigel McGinnis next to him, and he's just like... Oh no, Nigel pops I, too. Nigel's good. Yeah. Nigel, Nigel pops, pops every now and then, but most of the time he's just like this. And the other, oh God, Byron Saxon Jr. over there, Percy like Watson. Percy Watson. <laughs> Come on, man, don't hit on Showtime. Oh, oh yeah, he he tries it. He tries. But you watch, you watch. Morrow Morrow looks like a little kid just watching it for the first time. Like, oh my God. Like, and that yeah. was one thing that Mean Gene always said. Like, I think, I think they're not telling the commentators what to say. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they give them in the queue, goes okay. We got a sponsor, plug them in and all that. But like, that's the thing. They don't tell the, the commentators what's going on. You can't call. Like, it's better to call what you're actually. That's why seeing. the commentating yeah. on it's the main roster is trash. Yeah, absolutely trash. Ooh, wait a second, I think you I'm said like... somebody point <laughs> me out one person that that says the commentating on the main roster is exceptional. And that person is lying and is getting paid by the WWE, and he's a loyalist puppet. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say uh, to uh, to your point, Eddie, like it's for a good example as to why the commentating on the main roster is trash. Take Michael Cole, like you take him out out of a non Raw event. Listen to his commentary on at the NXT UK tournament from 2017, yes. or uh, some of some yeah, other events he did. Uh, which one? No, not the Mayon Classic. I'm sorry. No, he did uh, the Mayon Classic last year. Uh, the May- last one, right? Yeah, Mayon yeah. Classic. Yep, yeah. last year. Like he can, he know, he knows his stuff. He can call, he can call things really, really well. Like mm-hmm. maybe not on a Mauro Ronaldo level, but like maybe like 
three, four notches down. He's, he's like, in the game for 21. He's yeah. been in the WWE for 21 years. Well, that's yeah, the but, problem but, with the main roster because they have they're robots. They they're told yeah they're yeah. told force fed to te- Vince is back there like I'm telling you the joke. Repeat the joke. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that uh, down in NXT with Morrow, it just feels like he's like they're telling him, "Listen, plug this, plug that, just go go with the flow." And he's just watching the match, and he's just like a little kid watching the match, and that's how yeah. he's expressing it. And there that, was one Morrow line that I was almost in tears in. No, when he said Kyle O'Reilly has a grip tighter than a pistachio. I died. I was like, like so, exactly some of the stuff he describes it. it and the metaphors that he uses is like on the. The mic probably got that. Yeah. yeah, you get it. Like he just comes quick, quick, quick with metaphors and stuff and describing things, and you're just like, how is he coming up with this so fast? And it's relevant yeah. comments too. Yeah, like he's not like making like ill. Like it's not like JBL saying, "Oh, back in 1946, this, yeah, this, this guy." But no, mm-hmm. like his stuff is like Today's somewhat stuff. modern day or something that we like will remember. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I'm a big Marl guy. I like Marl. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so yeah, at the end, uh, Gargano hit Ricochet with a sick DDT, which Ricochet sold like death. That was great. <laughs> Pinned him. One, two, three. Ricochet was like contorted, like his neck was like compressed and his like body was like up. It was like a triangle. Yeah, downward, downward, downward dog position. <laughs> yeah. Another spot that was great on that is when um he had him for like the Death Valley driver outside the ring and he yep. turned down into a reverse hurricane runner. That was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Like, yo, absolutely. There's so many spots in that match. You, to pinpoint which one was the best is absolutely it, It's, it's impossible. Yeah. Like, five five stars across the board. Can and, we go six? Uh, we can go six. I watched that match. I think I saw maybe one blemish, and that was, like, towards the end when they were, like, exhausted. Yeah. And I was like, I, I can excuse that. I was just like, please, I, I, I'm surprised I'm still standing the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Morrow got a do- Morrow has a documentary on Showtime. Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, the bipolar rock and roller. Oh, awesome. Yeah. They awesome cover his. And why am I just I now finding out about this, Brian? Huh? <laughs> I've seen a little. I, I've seen little bits and pieces. Of it. I never got to watch the whole thing through oh, and yeah. through. But you yeah. see what that guy goes through on a daily basis, man. It is amazing that he is alive right now. Oh wow. Really? Yeah. yeah like he. he they they show him having attacks like him spazzing out him when he was younger at his friend's house. One minute he'll be sitting there rocking, going nuts, and just like screaming at himself. Next thing you know, he'll be sitting there reading the entire dictionary, like just where where Then he'll just start spazzing. He'll be smoking. And he'll just be like rocking away, shaving his head bald, and he'll sit there and hop on the piano. Like the dude has like so many personalities locked up inside of him, and wow. it's amazing. Like I said, to this day that this guy is alive. Wow. wow. When you watch this documentary, you will see, poor, like, Mauro, I salute you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's literally best in the game right now. Yeah. Yeah, remarkable. But, yeah, man, uh, excellent match. Um, I will say before we move on, I would love to see a dream match between Ricochet and Johnny Gargano versus Kenny Omega. Omega's going down yeah. south, man. Like, either, like. Omega's going to impact. Like, well. <laughs> but, like, nobody's saying made- that. Nobody's yeah. saying that. Nobody's called. I called it. I called it. I made the meme on Wrestling Fantasy Warfare. I'm like, watch Kenny pull the ultimate swerve, and it's him in front of the, it's him in front of the Impact logo, and I'm like. Well, we know that Omega doesn't have a chance because he's not used to wrestling outside of the safe zone. You know what I mean? Oh, Jesus. 
gosh. Okay, now let's you move just on. Now you're just trolling. <laughs> All right, let's. <laughs> now you're now no. you just trolling. Let, let's move on to the next match on the card the NXT Women's Championship, two time NXT Women's Champion Sheena Baszler defending against the undefeated. Oh, you said no, that wrong. Nope, nope, you said it wrong. Break it down for him. Uh-huh. Undefeated. You kind of had to ask for disaster. Yep. Undefeated. Hey. Bianca Belair. Yeah. Uh, man, I, I, before this match started, I said that Shayna Baszler will make uh, Bianca will beat Bianca Belair in high style. Like if you like, you hear you hear the phrase "victory in defeat." That definitely applies to Bianca Belair at the end of this match. I did give it three and a half. Three and a half. I gave it three and a half. It, it didn't keep my attention as much as it should have. Mm. My, oh, my initial I, I, I will I will say to your point like after it had to follow Ricochet and Gargano so like exactly yeah, I, I, was, I was okay that okay that is a sports fair, term that's like uh, Steve Francis who had to dunk behind Vince Carter in that dunk mm-hmm. contest like his dunks were good <laughs> I but that. I remember you unfortunately <laughs> were following that show I remember that dunk contest <laughs> they, yeah. they showed it at gym class the next oh, day yeah. because mm. like they knew we wanted we wanted to but, watch um, it. Yeah. I thought the hair would come in tomorrow in the play, didn't it? Oh, the did you see the welt on Shayna Baszler's waist? That's why yeah. I thought it was. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that hair needs to go. No. That, that thing is a distraction in the ring for her. She has to spend so much time having to grab that thing, execute moves while holding it. Like, it's ridiculous. She had Shayna Baszler in a submission hold, and you can see her trying to switch hands on the... No, how do you expect this girl to put on an A plus match when she's got to worry about holding the hair? She's executing moves with the top ropes, having to hold it, having to do evade, evade chain of base or holding the hair. It mm-hmm. looks so awkward. Yeah, it was horrible. It was so distracting. I watched that match closely. I'm like, girl, do. Shayna, pull that shit out for her, please. Well, she did pull like a tug of war rope at one point. Yeah, like I was hoping that Shayna literally just like, yanked it right off and was like, "I'm sick of this." Shit. And started beating her with it. Like the the thing needs to go. She needs to evolve her character beyond that hair. Yeah, I will say that like it should it should culminate in a hair versus hair match down the line. Like that should be like a big thing. That's a damn good idea. Yeah. I know it, I, I, uh, people yeah, like, like it. The stipulation is something. Like Oh yeah. People like it. It looks good. That that hair whip was freaking vicious. That took me back to my younger days of getting ass whooping. Fives. I was like, oh, I was like, ooh, that was, okay. So, but it's. I kept an ass whooping. She <laughs> she had to fo- she has to focus so much on grabbing that hair to execute certain moves and to do stuff that it's just it's holding her back. It's going to hold her back, and it's. It's so going to make her. Though, man. You can't I understand that, it, but like, she needs to. That the character needs to evolve. You can evolve that character. Like taking away the sledgehammer from Triple H. Was well, she going to keep coming down every day? <laughs> well, she can't say she's undefeated anymore. So we got to find out where so, the slogan is. <laughs> you know, I mean, for right now, the hair thing could work for her a little bit in NXT because, like we say, it's NXT. It's quote unquote development, and we still got to remember this girl's been wrestling for three years. Yeah. At most. Oh yeah, she's still green. Yeah. Yeah. She's still green. I get I get the hair. But that hair gimmick. if she it, ever it got called annoying. it wasn't annoying. If she ever got called to the main roster, that hair would work for all about ten seconds. Yeah. And then after that, fans would be turned off to her so like that. Well, well she's but, on the A show right now, so you mean yeah. called down to the main roster? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So but I and I also want to second what you said about the victory and defeat. Yeah. 
is exactly what we were talking about when we did our predictions. By the way, we did get the past four right mm-hmm. on the UWO podcast, which you can find on many social media and uh, podcast platforms. Um, I said the same thing. I said Bianca Belair will look really good in this match. It's going to help make her, but she's not going to win this. It's going to be Shayna that's going to come out on top. Yeah. And Bianca looked really good for her first takeover. This is still her first takeover. It's her first official loss. The girl did a damn good job, but... You know, maybe like what Eddie said, the hair thing was kind of getting to me too. I wouldn't yeah. rate it as high as maybe uh, Carl did, but it it was a good match for what, what do you it give was. it? Yeah. Huh? What do you give it? Probably like three, three stars at most. Three. Yeah, that's I fair. Give it three and a half. It's the well, yeah, it's the, hair, it's the hair thing because I I actually was going to say that before Eddie said it because she was putting her in holds and she was grabbing her hair. She was doing yes. the four fifty. You could see her clearly grabbing yeah. her hair. And she was every move she did. She was she rotating the hair from one side to the other. When she's she doing yeah, this, when she was this. doing the flips to evade Shayna Baszler, she's got the hair. She's got to flip over where uh, like holding the hair like yeah. That's gonna eventually she's gonna botch. Eventually people are gonna be like oh she's botching she's botching. Yeah, yeah hair can make a good sleeper hold though. You know what I mean? It could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The question is, do you disqualify her for that? Yeah, that's yeah. a good. Yeah. Because she whips people and they don't say nothing. Because yeah, it's her, a part right? of the body. Yeah. Well, whose body did she get it from? But she paid for it, though. So technically, it's hers. She got the receipt. (laughs) But yeah, man, uh, I think apparently um, uh, Bianca Belair became the first person to actually break out of Shayna Baszler's Kirafuda clutch. Yeah. Like she powered out of the move, like not once, but twice. But then, like, third time, she just couldn't have enough strength to. To break out a third time, so Shayna she, Spades. so she was put to sleep. Um, I will say at this point, <laughs> Shayna Baszler is absolutely ready for the main roster. I say that because, like, well, like she should be a main roster talent, but given the state of the main roster, she'll probably be like, like middle of the run, middle of the run, like maybe like packing Sonya Deville's bags well, or no, something. I don't well, know. coming in, coming in should be packing Ronda's bags. Yeah, depends on what it's, direction they go on WrestleMania. It's after, it's after the whole. Carrying Ronda's bags, where did she go from there? Yeah. The other two, they're screwed. I haven't seen yeah. anything from them though. They, uh, they, they doing some. They th- had one match, I think. Yeah, they've NXT. had. Yeah, they've done some dark so matches. Marina Shafir's face. Huh? I don't yeah, know. Nose is all broken or I something. She got hurt during like one of the the su- the second tier NXT touring thing. Mm-hmm. I guess she got hurt during there. Roddy but I did it. Huh? Roddy did it. Don't say that, man. Don't be <laughs> spreading rumors. <laughs> I will say this though, um, Jessamyn Duke's been getting a lot of good reviews. Like she's the one to watch out for, even though she looks like. No offense to her, cosmetically she's not as appealing as the other two. I'm not talking. She about ugly, her. huh? No, no, not ugly, but she just looks. Like, she's so long arm and long leg. She, she belongs looks. in the men's division. Yeah, Come on, but, but but supposedly on, she's man. doing really, really good. She's doing really, really good. Yeah. But Shayna Baszler, I'm sorry, is the best women's wrestler in. That entire company right now. Oh, no, I would love to see. I, Sha- see I, I would love to see Shayna Baszler come up there and choke like out Ruby. Ronda Rousey. Huh? Ruby's a yeah. very good. I think Ruby's really Ruby is super underrated. It's because of the Fruity Loops. <laughs> Toucan Sam. Oh come on, oh, man! <laughs> <laughs> leave my gothic sex kitten alone. Oh man. But Ruby Riot, I, I think um, I think if WWE is smart, they should have some uh, big plans for her down down it the line like this year. Yeah, yeah, they keep going with her hair. She's gonna be bald next week. Cause she's oh. got, she's had a haircut like. I don't like the haircut. Every every. She's gothic. She don't care what you. Every think. week she's coming out with. <laughs> every week she's cutting off a piece of her hair. She's yeah. gonna be bald. Well, she keeps weeks. the whole, you know, she keeps the whole side thing. She yeah, had the Cassie but, thing going. Yeah. But now it's shorter, like. 
No one's gonna have a buzz but cut. With the butt, with, with the buzz, the side buzz, and the rest of it long. That's why. Excuse me. That's what I prefer. That's cool. You know, she could she could do the uh, Sinead O'Connor Bam Bam Bigelow look. No, 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 <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. But but yeah. Did you say the Sinead though? <laughs> oh man. But yeah. Oh damn. Nick Thomas disagrees and says Io Shirai is the best in the company. Shirai is one of the Io is awesome. Io is awesome. That moon salt is beautiful. Genius of the sky. Anybody see her and Kyrie saying as a tag team? Oh my god, it's like Japanese porn for me. It's like oh anime heaven, hentai right there. Let us be thirsty. Yes. Yes. The, 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 the opinions expressed by Eddie Ortiz are his and his alone. Her, and do not, re- do Kyrie not reflect Kyrie saying that's a pirate princess. Codex Prime podcast. Let us be thirsty on three. One, two, three. Let, Let us be thirsty. <laughs> you, see, you see what I got to deal with, man? You see, you see this? But yeah, Eero Shirai. Yeah, she's good. She, she's coming. And but I was, saw that in the women's room. Uh, that, that was clean. That was clean. Genius of the sky. Yeah, yeah. really. Oh but once again, she comes from overseas and... Vince. The roadblock. Who was the roadblock? Vince. Well, all right, guys, we got to take another drink. That's a Vince complaint, man. I'm about to be like DJ Khaled and be like another. The head of the loyalist puppet cult. I'm out. The David Koresh. David Koresh. I'm not even sipping until he makes us anymore, man. I'm (laughs) But yeah, uh, big things in Shayna Baszler's future uh, for sure. And uh, we now we go to the main event of Takeover: Tommaso Ciampa versus Aleister Black for the NXT Championship. Four and a half. Five. I give that four and a half because it followed Johnny Gargano Ricochet. It was not the best match of the night. I can't give any match that's not the best of the match of the night five stars. I give it four stars. Well, I give it five. I have fun watching. You got an easy scale, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming from somebody who thinks Kenny Omega is overrated. He is overrated. Not that I think uh, he's overrated. Here we go. <laughs> Why can't we drink to every time you say that? <laughs> Put that in there. <laughs> I'm overrated. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Tommaso Ciampa, man, he's been he's been like the best heel in WWE programming, NXT or the main oh, roster. Man. He's the best wrestler. Dude, in the world. he's a cheat code. Mm. You can't get more <laughs> heat than that, man. It's like somebody put a game genie or whatever. You they put had to on give him music because of that. <laughs> yeah, that's why. They, they really they, had to give him. They music were like, listen, we can't be having crowd. <laughs> fuck you, Ciampa. <laughs> As you're walking into... No, no. We got to give you music. We got to be able to blast something to silence the crowd. I'll say they kiss, man. I saw his tweet before I saw the... Um, the uh, What you call it movie? Uh, Infinity War. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Champa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Champa, he, pl- he, he... He did... He, yeah, he, he did that. Yeah, he keeps his character on Twitter, too. <laughs> and he spoiled Avengers Infinity War for millions of people. <laughs> he chose not to be in WWE 2K19. Really? Yeah. He chose not to be. be. He goes, no, you guys are not going to have me lose in your little fantasy world. That's... I win in real life. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I said wrestler a second ago, but he is the best sports entertainer in the world right you now, can't, period. You can't deny it. You can't deny that. You can't deny it. Shout out to Kevin, Mr. Gentleman of YPG. He gave it four stars, but... 
I'm telling you, Champa, everything see, about the See, guy. I told you your scale was easy. Nah, but I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed it. I, my only problem it was, which we'll probably, which we'll definitely get into later see, on, was when Alistair went into the Rumble, he did not sell the knee at all. Yeah, that's true. I didn't, I see, the that. problem is everybody's giving it. It's a five star match. Only you, you're, you're comparing it to Gargano and Ricochet, but that was a high flying. Faster a pace. Two different yeah. styles. Yep. This was this was the slower, technical, let's get down to the nitty gritty match. That's yeah. why that's a five star match. The storytelling, the the leg injury came into huge play. Yep. Ciampa just oh, just Ciampa being Ciampa right by himself. You know yeah. sit, <laughs> sit down, get it down. Ciampa yeah. is Everything yep. he does is gold. Yeah. He Barry Horowitz himself in the middle of the match. Yeah. He like, did. Like that, the way he walks through, like he that black that gold. black mass mm-hmm. he took to the face. Oh, oh mm. yes, straight. Yeah. What about the meteora? The yeah. meteora from uh, the top rope where Alistair did the double knees on the concrete. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, shit. Like, so there's certain. You ever watch it and be like, yeah, you couldn't pay me to do that spot. Mm-hmm. Like, there's certain spots in wrestling. I'm just like, yeah, I would never take that. That I would never take. Yeah. A grown man kind of like teabagging you while you're about to fall on concrete. I'm no. not taking a child from Walter. I don't give a damn. No, that's just not gonna happen. Listen, I, I I love my heart rate the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love my chest not being concaved in the back in my back. Uh, and he debuted today on UK. Did he? I gotta watch oh, yeah, that. Yeah. In the back my, it was it was the match that we saw the video. You know of. It was against no, that match. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, it's that oh, okay. match. Okay, that's what when I when I get got a handprint on your back. Slaps you on your chest. You got a handprint in the back. But yeah, man, a Champa healing it up. He still has Goldie in his possession, so Champa's still the champion. And then Goldie he got Goldie. to the he got to the entryway, and then guess who comes out? His former running buddy Johnny Gargano with the with the North American Championship. They're both looking at each other. They're holding up their respective titles. DIY so like, man, do it yourself. Eddie, they Eddie, get this the is you. That yeah. was magical. Mm-hmm. The oh my god! Like and then Champa's reaction to it, like he's smiling away, like. The evil villain in a Marvel comic, like you just, you can't write this any better. Like I swear, Stanley wrote this storyline out before he passed. <laughs> like he, Triple H stole this, broke into his house and stole this. This was supposed to be a comic book or something. Somebody wrote this as a comic book, and Stanley was working on something before he died. Is this two years later? Uh, is this two years now for the storyline? Since the DIY yeah. breakup, two years. Yeah. No, but this story well, this story has been building since a year and change. Since, I know that. No, but this story's been building since the freaking Cruiserweight, Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. So we're like, I what? Yep. 20, they did go against years? each other. Yeah, they fought each other in the first round. Yeah, it was 2016, so it's like two years. Yeah. Two and a half years now. Almost three years now. This yeah. is the storyline is still got maybe another three years you could go with the storyline. Because in the end, like we said, it's going to be Gargano at the top of the mountain becoming, you know, but Allegedly. with him, with him turning to the dark side. The things they can do, they can even if they lose the, t- the respective titles, they can go and recapture the NXT tag team titles as heel DIY. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just DIY could yeah. take over NXT. Think about it. Candace two man, can win the the women's championship. Two man power yeah. trip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even know she was wrestling. Yeah. 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 She, she was in the Rumble. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. She was in yeah. the women's Rumble. Yeah, Candace LeRae. She could be. She could. She could become the first lady of NXT with the championship. See. Yeah. Well, second lady. I this will say this. Well, my favorite out. part when they were oh, they I'm were reuniting at the end. That door? Okay. <laughs> my favorite part at the end when they were reuniting is when Gargano had his belt up and Chomp was looking at him like, eh? 
Exactly. Like a like a true villain. villain. It was yeah. it was like, beautiful. Did I just did I really get the good guy to to, to join me? Like it's yeah. oh man. Yeah, beat, you couldn't beat him, join him, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I think like Gargano's playing the long game. Like he's gonna like turn the tables on Champa, like Champa. That's did what him. I'm saying. It's yeah. he's gotta go dark. Like this yep. has been since that last match at a takeover, like you saw Johnny turning little he a little evil, a little evil, like embracing mm-hmm. the gray. Yep. You know? And now Damn, we should have <laughs> That, <laughs> that should have been now he, he goes full heel turn. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they run amok as you know, they do the two man power trip. They run amok as heels. Mm-hmm. You know, it leads back to Gargano. Somebody gets to finally gets back to, reaches Gargano storytelling wise. Yeah. Gets him back to the good side and everything. He conquers that evil Tommaso Ciampa. Finally stands top of the mountain holding the NXT title. Yeah. And as a comic book fan, I'm freaking loving the outfits that they've been doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I kept thinking yeah. that Gargano was dressed as the Flash, but human he was torch. Human Torch. Okay. Yeah, it was a torch. Yeah. yeah. And I said this before, and I'll say it again. Which the, Human Torch? The money is in the chase. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. This yeah. chase has been going on for almost two years, and it's mm-hmm. still good. Yeah. And we know eventually there's going to be a fourth match between them, or a fifth match technically, if you want to count the Cruiserweight Classic. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a fifth one. They might accumulate yeah. the most stars in wrestling history. I mean, they had what three five star <laughs> matches. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> I, will, I mean, I will say like Gargano and uh, Champa, they're like the Omega Okada of NXT. Oh, they're easily, m- hands down. They have wrestling minds. Yes, mm. that are up to date. They have modern wrestling minds. They know that times evolve, but yet they still have like. That old school feel, what yeah. to, like what to draw in a crowd, what mm-hmm. to make a good match, spots, storytelling, all that they combine, oh, yeah. all that into their matches. But it has that modern twist. It's all up to date. It just makes everything that they do pretty much perfect. Don't forget to how to get a crowd to absolutely despise Spice you. you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Champa is doing a good job of keeping that. That hate real, because yeah. it gets sometimes it gets to the point where people hate you so much they start to love you. We've seen it with Kobe. Sorry, you, you <laughs> the, we, love to hate. <laughs> yeah. We we've seen it a lot of times where it gets to the point where people are just like, wait a minute. Last week they were booing. Now this week they just they, he's still dissing them, but they're still cheering him. Yeah. No, Chapa's. You, you're, coming you're out, you're like, like undisputed era is another example for that. They're supposed They're to be evils, evil. and every, everybody loves them. Everybody loves catchphrase, though, man. It's not Still, even a catchphrase no. because they back <laughs> it up in the ring because yeah. they are so good, good. in the ring. Yeah. They can literally start slapping fans and be like, "Thank you for the slap." Have another. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. There's just some people that you know it gets the. The Rock was one Boom. person. Mm-hmm. Yep, the T- Rock. Tell me, the I Rock was one person that that people despise. People death threats. People wanted him out. And eventually got to the point where I people felt were like for his safety, you know? Why can't they just do look just like the rock, oh, by man. the way? Just for the record. He was Tiger Woods mixed with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, is what Brian was. <laughs> oh man. Then I got fat. Well I heard some old Joe. But but yeah. You could say that. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. Not exactly skinny anymore, you know. I'm gonna look like I ate Kyle a few weeks ago. <laughs> but yeah, overall, man, NXT takeover, NXT takeover Phoenix, man, like an, another great takeover show in the books. There's never been a bad takeover never, show never, ever. Never, like honestly, I have. I'm pretty much like the only guy, like my initial crew, who watches wrestling. 
the, an NXT takeover is is what I want to give to non-believers. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So like, maybe just may, just maybe that means Triple H knows what he's doing. He does, and what we was talking about this <laughs> in the car when news broke out in the early two thousands that Triple H and Steph, Stephanie was going to be the successors of the company. Mm-hmm. Everybody hated. Yep, I did too. Everybody hated, and now look at us. We got our foot so far down our throats; it's not even funny. But the thing about that he was a lot. A lot of that hate was due to that pipe bomb by CM Punk. It was before that. But the no, it was like the initial of like dating hate. marriage type situation. Yeah, was... it was during the McMahon Hemsley era. So yeah. like yeah. People... But then that that was annoying. That original McMahon Hemsley era yep. was and, annoying. And, and, and see, the... see, the problem is everybody hated the, the originally because everybody thought that Triple H was just marrying into the family just for the sake of being champion, to sake of staying on top. The edge yep. effect. Nobody was no. Back then, I didn't hear nobody saying, "Hmm, maybe he'll, maybe he'll take over creatively. Maybe he'll turn things." We didn't expect this to be in the shitter right now, yeah. the way it is. We didn't expect people to be really lucha house party matches. Exactly, asking for their releases, people jumping shit, people, you know, fans fighting fans, you know, loyalist puppets coming out and only. Come on, Eddie. Man. <laughs> See now he knows. So now he knows. So he's gonna do it. So. But back in the day when it originally hit, broke, Triple H is married Stephen McMahon. Everybody saw it as, oh, man, this guy's just doing it because he wants to be on top forever. Hmm. We didn't expect him to finally step aside and say, okay, now let me build the future and actually do a fucking good job at building the future. We, you yeah. know, and that's not he's dude. a wrestler and he has But no, we've seen that before. Mind. Excuse me, I didn't mean it. Jeff, just, Jeff Jarrett was one person who, who should have done that with TNA, build the future. No, what did he do? He just built himself. That's and true. Then yeah. went, and then went and started another company, which sucked ass, by you know, the way. Somehow, <laughs> and, tri- and Triple H was that guy that you looked at with, a, with an ego, and you were like, yeah, he's going to just ride this shit to the top and stay on top. You didn't expect him to say, fuck my ego. You, exactly. I'm going to make you somebody. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. That is one person I would love to interview on this podcast. That, Triple H? Yes. Oh, yeah. Bring Velveteen with you so we can have a couple words with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, ain't you oh, wear, why ain't you wearing the glasses in the pocket? Oh, don't worry. Oh, don't worry. Dina got something for him, too. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 the Velveteen dream? You got something for him? I could, I could go run and get, get the glasses right now. <laughs> you ain't got a shirt on. Might as well go ahead. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, before before I run off and, and do that, um, NXT TakeOver overall, another great one in the books. We forgot and, one thing. And what was that? The brawl afterwards. Brawl. Yes. Oh yes. That's over. right. Yeah, yeah. The three on three for the halftime show, man. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. So apparently nobody wants to watch Maroon Five. Who? <laughs> Who? Huh? Sunday morning's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> Animals is a good song. I like Maroon Five. So uh, who's gonna be oh, your So it's gonna be. I didn't say nothing. <laughs> oh yeah. So like to quote to quote the great Bully Ray, who did they ever beat? You know. <laughs> So yeah, oh yeah. What do we say about the Cowboys? Oh, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. So uh, a good setup at the uh, post uh, NXT Takeover. So there's going to be a six man tag team match for the halftime heat uh, next Sunday at uh, next Sunday Super Bowl. So you can watch the garbage ass Pats if you want to, or on, wait, 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 you wait. can Before, have fun. Oh, like, hold on, I got quick, really quick. Can we say Super Bowl? Or do we have to say the word big game? Do we have to say? Oh, big game? oh yeah. I noticed that they did. Yeah. Oh. Copyrighted. Oh, you can watch the Supreme Ball, whatever they call it, foosball, whatever. <laughs> Uh, foosball, you know foosball mania, fifty three and a quarter. Foosball, foosball mania. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what y'all call it, but uh, you know, you know, you know, 
But you can watch that game, or you can watch NXT NXT Halftime Heat with the with the Adam Cole, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, and Johnny Gargano versus Ricochet, Velveteen Dream, and Alistair Black. Alistair Black, three on Fade three. Yeah, I'm gonna tune in for that. You can watch it on YouTube, I think. No, they got it on everything. It on everything. It's live streaming, yeah. Facebook, everything. Network. Network. Oh, word. Nice. Twitter. Can yes. anybody smell a five star brewing? I'm I'm expecting oh, a really oh. good match. Yeah. Listen, I'm not. I gotta present my fantasy football trophy. I will literally have it right there on my phone. Here you go. Yeah. Well, so, but, but here's the thing: when you're presenting the trophy, that means you didn't win the trophy. Unfortunately, right? no. <laughs> I mean, so, so typical you... Cowboys fan. Wow. <laughs> wow, man! But uh, but and, and, and I made the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> so he, I had the same exact. Yo, I had the is same, gonna win? I had the same exact season. The same exact season. I had a rough start. Ran through, just started beasting and beasting and beasting. A couple of losses sprinkled here and there. Made it to the playoffs and then lost. I'm sorry. What did Bully Ray say again? What was that quote? Who did they ever beat? <laughs> so yes, uh, we went ten and six. Fuck you. So yeah, you can watch halftime heat and forget about the deflated football uh, team. And 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 before we move on to Royal Rumble, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. you gotta wait, wait. plug our oh. plug our sponsor for the second time, UWO. Take, Take it, it away, away, fellas. Oh, you want to go? You want to go this time? Because I, I kind of botched know, it. Let's do All right. <clears throat> We would like to direct your attention from wrestling into the lovely Studio Regent headphones, which are being held by Victor Omoyo. He is also wearing a pair of the Studio Regent models, which are wireless, compatible with Bluetooth, all Bluetooth devices. You have 24 hours of battery life, studio quality sound. They have actually a padded and adjustable head, uh, headband, excuse me, which is extremely comfortable and as... Always, if you put in the promo code Codex Podcast, you will receive 15% off of them beautiful headphones. And as always, doesn't matter if it's Hawaii, doesn't matter if it's Alaska, it's free shipping in the USA. That's Damn right. It. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Better than the first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, just... Boom. Right there. That's how you do oh, it. Oh, that felt good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. So, yes. <laughs> Nicholas Thomas is like, we got robbed. <laughs> <laughs> guess, what team, guess what's his team? He's a Cowboys fan? No. Oh, boy. Is he a Saints fan? He's a Saints fan. I feel for you. Well, no, 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 no. Oh, no. he's on that lawsuit for, then. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a Carolina Panther fan. Hey, Nick Thomas, on behalf of all Carolina Panthers fans, all Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans, and all fans of the 28-3 to Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. I'm sorry. Thought you were going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> that was actually my pick after we lost. <laughs> you guys just lost a viewer. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why you got to do it? You know he's coming after you at uh, Wrestling Fantasy Warfare, which y'all need to join, by the way. <laughs> oh, man. Admin. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yes, let's get into the proceedings for Royal Rumble 2019 live at Chase Field, also in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, bonus points for having a different set this time. Loved it. Yeah. Loved Reminded me of WrestleMania 19 because it also took place in a baseball field. Baseball field in Seattle. Every time they do that, I always say, what are they going to do when it rains? 
Oh yeah, they had the they had the roof closed. So, oh okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, the mat. So the event, all all three days of it, or actually seven hours if you count the pre-show. Um, that was, that's a work shift. Yeah, that is a work <laughs> shift. Work shift. <laughs> yeah, WWE has too much for their fans. Yeah. But um, but yeah, we had we we kicked off with three pre-show matches. We can run through run them through real quick. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, three stars, versus Scott Dawson and Razor. Trash. Hashtag FTR. <laughs> Forever the revival. Rival Fuck the revival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate seeing it, but yeah, fuck the revival. I'm sorry. Wow, that match. You got one from you. <laughs> I mean, only because of how the main roster has treated them, because they were gold in NXT. But anyway, they're uh, on the main roster. What was the excuse that they had to team up together? One, somebody's injured or some bullshit like A. A, A comes A comes injured. Ray, yeah. uh, Who? The 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 short chubby. Who? Acom. Who? <laughs> the one without the P. Who? Yeah. The only one that I know of is the guy who peed himself. Because AOP has disappeared. Yeah. AOPP? Oh, AO gone. <laughs> AOG, yeah. The former tag team champions who got the water revival? Wait, they were champions? They were. Really? Yes. It was given to them by that guy who you gave the Yelp review for. Who? <laughs> the one that got fired? <laughs> Are you still dressing like you going to work? That, ma- that manager that keeps eating there after they got fired, he keeps going there to eat and just... <laughs> He's like, the, he's, like the, he's like the broke boyfriend that doesn't want to go home to his girl. Be like, don't worry, man. I'm going to work. And every day, he's just walking out. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that match meant nothing. Um, <laughs> then, yeah, the next match, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Rusev for the WWE United States paperweight. Three, t- three stars. Trash. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Nakamura, he's collecting a paycheck, so, you know, good on Literally, him. this man... He he must have an American girlfriend or something because that's why he wants to stick around. He, he loves surfing. I <laughs> love to surf. Yeah. He, he's yeah. he's loving something in the states that's keeping him here because it sure as hell ain't wrestling. Yeah, he loves what he loves it here. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He actually he actually sincerely does love what he's doing in WWE. Yeah. I mean, position wise, he probably isn't happy, but no, he what loves he's what do. he's doing outside the, the like going out, hanging out, partying. Fun fact, Nakamura is a a hip-hop head. Really? Really? He is a huge rap fan. That's how he learned how to speak English. The trap, um, what do you call that trap Japanese music? He actually uses it as No, no, he's like a DMX, Method Man. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a... No, he's a real hip-hop head. Like He loves hip-hop music. I saw a video, it was like trap Japanese music. Oh, I gotta hear that. Yeah, so yeah, uh... Yep, so that's that. And then also uh, the Cruiserweight uh, Championship Fatal 4-Way, Buddy Murphy retains against Akira Tozawa, Kalisto, and the newly departed Hideo Itami. I have, to say, I have to say good. this, guys. I have to say this. I have to say this. Last time I was here, I was a huge, huge 205 Live critic. Say what you just never, never mm-hmm. wanted, Never wanted to watch it because they kicked out Enzo. You know what I mean? These guys used to always tell me, you Ooh. guys got to watch it. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. <laughs> you guys got to gotta watch it. You got to watch it. I'm, I'm going to be an advocate and say this. These guys really seriously need to get off of the pre-show. Mm-hmm. 205 Live, guys, if you are not watching Wednesday nights on Tuesday w- nights, Now they're back on Tuesdays, yeah. 
Excuse me. Now it's Tuesdays. Yeah, but if you're not watching that lineup on WWE Network, please give my man Callbird your password. You do not deserve to have it. 205 Live. <laughs> Wait, <is> first. <laughs> 205 Live is a very damn good show. And they've been bringing it every single week. I'm talking, they are putting on shows. There's no longer you got to give them a free dark match to watch these matches. People are showing up in attendance because they are actually putting on better shows than the main roster is doing. They are putting in work out there. Well, give them off for the pre show. Yeah, well, that's because they're actually putting them. Before SmackDown, oh. they put him before SmackDown, so they're getting the crowd amped up and ready for some wrestling. About and then they're putting on these, though. they're putting on these bomb ass matches. So then by the time SmackDown's ready to go, they're like, "All right," the crowd's like, "Yes, let's get some main roster shit." I think we've been saying. If you were chanted, we want Cedric when he lost in that uh, Cruiserweight tournament, you have got to see what he is doing now. This guy is performing, man. I'm serious. Mm. He is putting on shows. Yes, Eddie. I said that. <laughs> Bring the tear to my eye. I know, Eddie's so wow. Yeah, I I I gotta step up my two hundred five live. I gotta I gotta say this really quick, Buddy Murphy, WrestleMania. You have to drop the title, and you need to go to one of the main shows. Mm. This guy should be contending for world titles. You know how last year you we know were talking- you know he's foreign, right? He's uh-huh. he's foreign, so he'll be screwed. No, I understand. That. <laughs> but like you know how last year we were talking about how Almas is that guy who's super good down in NXT. Yeah. Almas is screwed too. Almas got <laughs> Almas got screwed. But Buddy Murphy, the stuff that this guy has been doing for two hundred five live since oh, yeah. about for about a year now. Buddy this- Murphy, do not listen to this man. Stay on two hundred five live. That's the safest place you could be. <laughs> Do not gain weight. <laughs> Stop eating now. Purge. My brother looks like he's 230 right now. Uh, Purge. Oh he does not look the 205. 205 not at all. And he and he flies better than half of the guys on the 205 live roster. Yeah. Yeah. And that and, and Murphy's Law, I think, is one of the best looking finishing moves it in is. WWE. He's 203. My ass. He's just making it. Wow. According to Wikipedia, he's 203. He must yeah, be short really Yeah, matter of fact, they, they did a whole angle where he had to lose weight before he, he wanted to compete in 205 Live. Yeah. I'm and I got to say this. He might be annoying on Monday nights, but the quickness and the precision that this kid Lito Rush uses in 205 Live is ridiculous. Yeah. Hmm. The dude's got skills. Seriously. The kid's got skills. Seriously. The kid's got skills. My little cousin has got skills. <laughs> he does. You just need to shut the fuck up. Like little cousin. <laughs> the same haircut. <laughs> same haircut. <laughs> we just need to take the mic away from him. Yeah. <laughs> Please. But he's annoying you. He's doing his, his job. job. Yeah. yeah, he is. Well, Bill Alfonso did it. He's just annoying. Alfonso did it with a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All he needed was a whistle. Yeah, you know he was a WCW ref? Yeah, he was a WWE, yeah. Uh, yeah. WWE ref too. Yeah, I remember. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. But yeah, man, uh, uh, kicking off the pre-show, um, we're getting to the uh, main event. Well, you want me to the middle of the show? I think you want me thirsty. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, listen, I got my thing right. I got my <laughs> oh, right. oh, you it's mean... the middle of the show. Oh, that oh, is something. This is technically a Codex Prime UWO mashup. That's right. And something very special happens. In the middle of the show. This is nice, on the UWO this podcast. This is a nice trademark that we do every week. It is definitely, yeah, it's definitely trademark. It's actually my favorite part of the UWO podcast <laughs> that you can find on Anchor, Stitcher, and all types of podcast iTunes. media platforms. Yep. Remember to give us five stars. Yep. Google Podcast. Yep. We have a Twitter. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all take this. I'm gonna let y'all go with this one. I'm sorry, right. Rick. Damn it! Well, right. someone got to do it. It might as well be me. You see, we like to do something that I like to call "get somebody dirty" or "bury them," if you will. See, we have a burial of the week on the UWO podcast, <laughs> where somebody unfortunately is about to take some heat, and we usually do an order, um, just randomly. I don't know. I flip a coin and just say who goes first. 
So, um, Carl, if you actually would go ahead and get that oh, prop I get the, for me. Oh, I get the prop. The prop okay. before you go, though. Before you go, can you just get the prop for Eddie? Oh, oh no. yes! <laughs> you got props out here. That you need to read, my friend. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, um, shout-outs to the homie Amani, as I, I could not find this magazine anywhere. So... Can we just she like happened read to, No, I won't, but she just happened <laughs> to be at pro, at pro Wrestling Tees in Chicago. I give the over under 25 seconds. 25? Yeah. 25 seconds. No, right. I, I got... Put me down for... He's not going to read, so put me down for 20. <laughs> apparently, I'm going to be... Apparently, I'm going to be angry or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You were <laughs> So, she happened to cop me... This is PWI 500. How long till it get explodes? How right, long? I need a stopwatch. How long uh, till it explodes? I give him a, a 15 seconds. <laughs> 15? 15? Uh, I give 22. 22? 22. He, he got to get to the top 20 before he really explodes, though. Oh, So 22 seconds? 20. I, I got a timer. I got a stopwatch. <laughs> okay. Right. I'm going to start right at where it starts. So, we, okay. so while we go and do the burial of the week, I'm going to actually go in clockwise order. We're going to get interrupted by Eddie, who is going to immediately bury this book, okay? Okay. <laughs> so, um, Victor, Let's if you, go were, to, if you we have go, the stop. floor, my friend. Yes. Um, and go. Okay, so right now um, Eddie is uh, uh, reviewing the PWI 500 issue, so he's trying to he's looking at the top 20. So while he's doing that, um, I want to I just want to remind viewers that uh, we're gonna get into the Royal Rumble card proper once we get through the burials of the week, as this is a joint Codex UWO uh, collaboration episode. Um, um, I will also say that you know, speaking of the Royal Rumble, if you if you if you ask me the top 20 for the year, top 500. Uh, if you ask me what my what my no, favorite. Now, now read, now read, now read. Now read for two. Yep. If you ask me what my favorite Royal Rumble match of the year, well, my favorite Royal Rumble <laughs> match of all time is, uh, um, hmm. you're about to get interrupted. Did somebody misprint or something? <laughs> Forty-four seconds. <laughs> oh! oh, this is without going over. <laughs> what is this toilet paper I'm looking at? <laughs> Code. Like okay, wait, wait. Go to go to pro wrestling. It. Okay, no, come on. Go to the go to the top ten first. <laughs> this, this is some sort of go to the top ten first. This is written by WWE's intern. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> that was that motherfucking intern who's been writing those top five lists for WWE. Huh? Right. Eddie, Eddie. Okay, just read. Just go down the list. Go down the list. Right. Number one. Number one is Omega. Number, number two styles. is all right. Number three. Okada. Number Bullshit. <laughs> number Ooh. four. Who? Apparently it's some guy named Lesnar. I, I didn't Bart know that. Bart I, thought this, I thought this was wrestling, not the UFC. All right. Okay. It wouldn't even be four in the UFC. Four. But number what? He doesn't show up enough. <laughs> okay, number five. Number five is. Okay, Rollins is okay. Six. Uh, I'm off Strowman train. <laughs> I, I want to see where he's at next year. He's probably going to be at Just wait for it, ladies and gentlemen. Seven. Seven is. Say we know, it! We know why they gave him that spot. Say it! <laughs> I'll we, say, I'll I'll, say. I understand why you gave him that spot. It's a make-a-wish thing. Okay. Shout out oh, to Ross Twiddell. Oh, I always oh, wanted yeah, to do yeah. this. That's low. That's that, low. That's... Number eight. Number eight is? Rhodes. Okay. Number nine. Nido. Yeah, he's earned it. He, Jericho got him over. Number ten. Why the fuck's the Miz even on a list? Miz, come on. <laughs> I am damn near in tears. This what the back. fuck? What the hell has Miz done? He put on a very good match. What did he do? He ruined my WrestleMania. Fuck you, Miz. 
All right, number 11. Number 11 is? Nakamura. Number 12. That That's out of pity. They get Nakamura that one out of pity. Okay, like, number 12. Osprey, I don't understand why he's not top 10. Let me drink this before he gets to 14. Number three. Number 13. Amos. Stop. Uh, Stop. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, please be prepared for what you're about to hear. Uh, if you have any children in the car, uh, cover their ears. Air muff time. Uh, Eddie, would you keep How the on? fuck is Jinder Mahal above Adam Cole? <laughs> How the fuck is he above someone with... <laughs> Wait a minute, I gotta look at the people below him. Dude, everybody else is below him. Everybody else. For, for those of you who are not aware of what's going on, Jinder Mahal is number 14 on the PWI Insider Top 500. 14. Four number 14 North. out of 500 wrestlers in the world. The modern day Maharaja. Over names like Dalton Castle, Pete Dunn. Over every other name that's not in the top Roger 13. Roger Strong. Kota Ibushi, Pentagon Jr., uh, who else? Nick and Who wrote Jackson? this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr., Cedric Alexander, Tanahashi, Sammy Zayn. What the? There you go, Brad. <laughs> yep, there you go. There you go. You can do that right back. How <laughs> <laughs> oh All right, as we're getting oh, no, wait, 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 audio feedback a little bit. Hold on. Go ahead. Just go ahead. Give it to him. You got to give it to him. You gotta do it right. I'm in tears. Oh my gosh! So yes, fun fact: Jinder Mahal is a former WWE champion and the fiftieth man. Go ahead, bury him to hold the championship. <laughs> no, 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 first of all, Pete, who the fuck is in charge of that magazine now? That was reputable when I was growing up. You are literally become the national acquirer of fucking wrestling magazines now. Who the fuck puts Jinder Mahal above anybody? What's more? Who paid you? You're a loyalist puppet, huh? Y'all work for WWE, huh? Yeah, that motherfucking intern that right. Still got another case. <laughs> what? What? Like, did, did Jinder literally go there and get on his knees it and was do things? Written by the Singh brothers, man. <laughs> I don't, even think the, I don't even think the Singh brothers would believe that themselves. <laughs> That's fucking mind-boggling. Odita says Eddie goes on LaGreca Okay. All right, but we did ha- uh, want to do that midway before we come to the Royal Rumble. So, uh, I'm, ha- I'm having a mild stroke. <laughs> Victor, can you please marry somebody? <laughs> okay, well, uh, man, yeah. So while Eddie's trying to process uh, what he's just read, um, you know, my burial of the week has to go to the handling of WWE's handling of Dean Ambrose uh, since his heel turn uh, last fall when Roman Reigns uh, vacated he's 14. the. <laughs> <laughs> There's 86 people <laughs> below him. No, 500. No. 500. That's 500. That's 500. <laughs> He's number 14 out of 500. <laughs> Can he get it out, man? Shanti. 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 I've been in tears this entire time. Oh, my god. I need a Shanti. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, um... 
Okay, oh, let, let me oh, let me wipe the water away here. Uh, <laughs> but yes, uh, yeah, the WWE's treatment of Dean Ambrose uh, post heel turn uh, since Roman Reigns uh, vacated the, uh, the Universal Championship last fall because of his uh, return of his leukemia. Uh, Dean Ambrose uh, turned heel against Seth Rollins that same night, and that and that heel turn was a stroke of genius. It couldn't have happened at a better time. Um, you know, get well soon, Roman. Um, but unfortunately, knowing WWE's uh, main roster booking, it was all downhill from mm. there. Because instead of turning Dean Ambrose into this badass, no-nonsense heel, like a heel that you hate on some Tommaso Ciampa, Zach Gibson level shit, they turn him into a cartoon character cosplaying as mm. Bane from The mm. Dark Knight Rises. They had him doing like corny ass skits, like him getting a rabies shot in an office, getting a shot in his ass on live TV, having him be, turning him into some kind of germaphobe. You know, what is that smell? Every single city talking, talking about how much people stink. Um, Somebody rated Jinder Mahal above him. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> well, at least, that, at least one thing we can say. The heel turn happened in Providence. Yeah. It, it did happen in Providence. Yeah, I was there. Um, yep, and uh, and th- this was ex- this was this was just a complete squandering of what could have been the best heel turn we could have seen in years on the main roster. Um, I, and I will say, like uh, to Dean Ambrose's credit, like he's tried he's tried his best to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Like he's been like the workhorse on the main roster. He's wrestled more matches than anybody else on the main roster. And now uh, news is just broken this week that he's actually going to be leaving WWE mm-hmm. once his contract ends at the end of April or early May. And what are they going to have Dean Ambrose do right now? It looked like he was going to uh, retire going, in the ring before he got interrupted by Nia Jax. He's going to job to Nia Jax. Like, oh, and and this and this is the kicker. I'm he, jealous. And this is this is the rumor that I'm hearing right now. Uh, who's the current Intercontinental Champion? Bobby, Bobby Lashley? Lashley. Bend over, Bobby. Yeah, you brought it up. You brought it okay. up. Okay, you brought it up. <laughs> I swear, this this is a rumor that I've heard that the the current plan for Ambrose on his way out is him t- winning the Intercontinental Championship from uh, Bobby Lashley at Elimination Chamber, and then he's gonna he's gonna drop the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 35 to Nia Jax. Oh wow. That's the current plan, the rumored current plan. So Nia Jax is going to join. Damn, That's rumored innuendo? Rumored innuendo. And so currently, Nia Jax may very well be on her way to being the second female to hold the Intercontinental Championship. And you know what? Let me tell you something right now. Uh, <laughs> say it with your chest, Vic. I'm going to say something right now. Can somebody get some Titanic music going on? Uh, <laughs> so he's crying. Are you still not, Are you still crying in tears after Eddie? Uh, both, and plus my, my eyes are kind of itchy right now. But I will oh, say sorry. this. I'm crying because of Eddie. Nia, like it took to 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 echo uh, uh uh Brian Lope's sentiments. Naya, I've been done with you. You are so bad at your job. Let me tell you something. Nia Jax is no ninth wonder of the world. She is no awesome Kong slash Karma. She is no Beth Phoenix. And quite frankly, if it was up to me. If I was in charge of WWE, I would have sent Nia Jax all the way back to the Performance Center and have her live there for a year until she improves on her mic work and on her in-ring work. Because currently, right now, she is the best botch machine. Two burials of the week. I'm sorry. You don't talk about my woman like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love her, dude. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> no, I'll be right back because my eyes are yeah, itchy. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta rinse them out. Victor's gonna die. Right, bro. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's number fourteen. Victor. Are we gonna have to just name this? It's okay. It's a UWO segment. We can handle this. Yeah. So wow. He just went in on Nia. He actually has a bulleted point at the that Nia Jax is so mad at her job <laughs> in the notes for the show. I call bury somebody, man. Me? Me? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Okay, well, if you are not... Give me this mic. Go ahead. You have to be a member of the uh, wrestling fan, the, the prestige wrestling fantasy warfare group that I urge you guys to join. Why? On Facebook, because... Our group is the shit. The thirstiest place on earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've calmed down a lot. Yeah. Evolution, though. That's nah, that wasn't that actually, bad. Evolution wasn't even, yeah. Nah, that, uh, yeah. It was actually a good pay-per-view, that's why. Oh, it was yeah. definitely, yeah. But, anywho. Damn. <laughs> I am going to get, now, this is my guy. He has made me admin. Excuse me for a second. I just want to get out of the camera while you do this. Story. Okay, very good. Very good friend of mine. Like you can chat back in. You watch from a distance. <laughs> my burial of the week goes out to my co-admin of Wrestling Fantasy Warfare, Adrian Price. Bruh, Adrian. What in the blue hell is wrong with you, brother? You put... On one of our threads, so they are for they are, so they are forcing Becky on us or not. Nah. Here's the difference between Becky and Roman. We want Becky in the place that she's in right now. Becky is self-made and fan-made. While Roman, oh, he looks great. Let's put him in this match. And again, and again. And again, and again, to the point where he's gotten go away heat. Now, none of us wished what his leukemia on us, on him. But yeah, 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 be real careful from this point yeah. Okay, <laughs> none of us wished that, but we did not want him as the champ. We did not believe the hype. Except for you and him <laughs> and Kyle. But Becky, we believed in Becky. We wanted Becky until she turned on to this persona as the man and she just went on from there. And from what you don't seem to believe, you just can't seem to say, see, we love it. When Daniel Bryan came out on SmackDown and she, he goes, who won the Royal Rumble this year? The entire crowd yelled, Becky, Becky. When she showed up on Raw, Ronda had bars in her promo. No, it was it was good. We were talking about. We're that. talking about the second promo, not the first one. That, yeah. was, that, that, that they had right. To the second promo, Ronda spit some bars. Ronda was shook. But stop. Yeah, Chilla, she's gonna cry when she walking. Around. Yeah, she can't handle get. She can't handle getting heat. She gonna cry in the car. Yeah, she can't <laughs> handle getting heat. But anyways, Ronda spit bars, but it didn't matter because. Becky was so over. And then today, according to Bleach, a report on Bleacher Report, they said they want to throw Charlotte into the main of into that match against Ronda and Becky. Ronda and Becky is already, already in the famous words of the Philosoph, fickle Brian Lopes. That's already printing money. Shut up and take my mom. Why break something 
that doesn't need to be fixed. That's you don't need Charlotte. You don't need safe zone Charlotte. That's that's the forcing of down the throat. That is down the throat. So Adrian Price, let it go. Roman's gone. He ain't coming back for a while. Charlotte's safe. We don't need her. Now, another example, what we really should get is Sasha and Bailey as a tag champs, the women's tag champs. Charlotte winning back um, the SmackDown title and Becky Lynch as a Raw. Having the four horse women of NXT carry the belts the same way the four horsemen had the titles in the NWA back in the 80s. That's what y'all need. That's what needs. That's what should be done. That's what the fans want, and that's what you love to say makes sense. So, Adrian, you my dog. I got love for Angelica and all that. But listen, yeah, I broke out the shovel for you. You, sir, are buried this week. There's one point to that, though. One point to that. That's that's actually a good burial. <laughs> But um, the dream, wow. <laughs> the dream has entered the room. Wait, everybody got on pins, right? Velveteen dream. T R E A F. Oh, ambiance, atmosphere, illumination. Experience <laughs> blouses. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Now, Carl, I just heard, I just heard your uh, burial, uh, justifiably so, of Adrian Price. Uh, I, and, I, and I was going to add something too, because I, I had something that, that was on my mind as by well. All means, go ahead, bro. Now, Adrian, he's uh, as you call as Eddie has alluded to, a loyalist puppet, a loyalist puppet. <laughs> That's who wrote that magazine. <laughs> I, that's who ranked it. I, you're the only. He's got to be the only person on the planet that put Jinder Mahal. He still swears Jinder Mahal's title run was ex, was good. I, uh, fourteen. Yeah. Um. I will say this, like, like Adrian, he's so into the main roster product of WWE, like Raw, SmackDown. No, just Raw. Oh, just Raw, not even SmackDown. Uh, he watches SmackDown. He, he watches SmackDown, but Wait, he doesn't. He, doesn't... Watches. he watches oh. Raw late. Oh, okay. He just, but he doesn't. Everything that he talks about is mainly Raw focused. I see. Yeah, like, like you would think that, like, him being into like WWE, like he would be all about NXT. Yeah. And and which make which which makes me think of something. Like suppose suppose like we take Roman Reigns like as as, as the character exactly as we've seen him like in the last five years. If he was pushed and presented in the exact same way he was on the main roster, but he was still in NXT, I bet you Adrian would not would not. We, we could, we couldn't care less about Roman Reigns. He'd be like, Roman who? who who's that guy? Who, why, why does he call himself the guy? I mean, he's on NXT. Who cares? But you take that same dude, put him on the main roster, push him to the moon, down down fans' throats. Yes, down fans' throats. He'd be like, oh, my God, he's a guy. He, he's a big dog. He's, he's the GOAT. It's, so it's like, it's, it's, it's like to, to put, to, to, as Daniel Bryan would say, fickle. 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 Because fickle. Fickle. It's, it's like, like. Like if you're on NXT, NXT might as well be New Japan to this guy. It's like, oh my god, 
I mean, a lot of pe- a lot. There's a lot of people that are main roster loyalists, though. You know what I mean? Uh, growing up, that's what the only thing that you could watch, unless you watched WCW. I lived, grew up in South Carolina, so mm-hmm. I was big on WCW growing up too. Kids, yeah. get your parents' permission. Just for the record, I did not get my parents' permission. <laughs> I got my ass whipped when that <laughs> home bill came. All right, I got beat with a belt thicker than the heavyweight championship. That Damn. listen, I ran which up, one? I ran up about a two hundred and fifty dollar phone bill on just WCW hot. Line. I also called oh. Game Pro that month, so that bill was ridiculous. <laughs> all right, so my mother got that bill, and I got home from school, and I had just—I was a knucklehead growing up. I had just gotten in trouble. Sorry for bringing a personal account, but this is a, it's relevant to the story. All right, so she got the phone bill. I didn't realize it, nor did I get her permission for any of those eight hundred and nine hundred calls I was making. Mm-hmm. I used to call them just to do like one of those fantasy wrestling matches, just to press the buttons and then hang up after ten minutes. Mm-hmm. That's ten minutes, ninety-nine cent a minute. $2 every other minute, right? And I did this at least twice, three times a day. Did it for a whole month. And I was, the first phone bill came and it wasn't on there. So I was like, oh, easy. I must be good. I'm in the clear. <laughs> the second month, though, is when they actually put all the charges that I accumulated together. Mm-hmm. And that bill, we were on food stamps and struggling to eat, okay? And that bill came there. My mother saw that phone bill. And um, just so that you guys know, I still have scars to this day, okay? Oh, <laughs> I got the holy <laughs> hell beat out of it. I'm pretty sure it was child abuse. But, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was well, the 90s. That was discipline back then. As you... <laughs> Describe that. Your voice got lower and lower and lower. Yes. Like, I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, yo, Kyle just went into a dark she gonna place. pop out behind you. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, though, know, man. Shout out to my mom. I mean, she raised me right. If my kids did that to me, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to jail. <laughs> I'm going to jail. Oh, my God. All right, man. All right. We still buried. But seriously, though, but seriously, though, but um, to your burial, you said that um, you know interjecting the um, the the aspect of having the queen and the WrestleMania match was, but people not realize that that's the reason some everybody was so big on Becky Lynch. They tried to turn her heel. You know what I mean? And all of us as wrestling fans, go ahead and take the drink. I'm sorry. Us as wrestling fans are really sick and tired of having every single opportunity that Becky Lynch had, we're going to put her in the match mm-hmm. to steal the spotlight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they tried to turn her heel, and we were like, no, you're right. We're tied over too. You know what I mean? And that became her, to this day now, she's the biggest star in WWE because we were literally that sick of Charlotte Flair. You know what I mean? She, you couldn't, she, did she try to get the cheap hometown on it? Let me just hate on the crowd heat. And people were like, yeah, not going to work. We're still going to cheer you. You know, you literally could not turn. Well, prime example, this past Tuesday. Yeah. She came out clapping. You know it's all because of me. And this is why people are like, okay, this is why we're cheering her and booing you. Mm. Because you're self-centered and we know it's all about you. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're already seven-time champ. We know you're going to beat your daddy's record. We know you're going to go down as a... 17-time women's champion. We we know this. You're going to get the golden bust in the freaking Hall of Fame. We know this. We every It's preordained. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? You're, you're royalty. Okay? Yeah. You're, we know this. But we're sick of the royalty. We don't want the royalty. We we like the, the everyday person. And Becky came up as the everyday person. Yeah. Because this time last year, like she said, she was the kickoff show. Yeah. Okay. And Brian, your burial? Wow. Well, I was going to jump on the Oscar burial, but I kind of want to tag along with you guys really quick. Um, 
with me, I'm going to bury wrestling fans again because it's very easy to do. Stop so burying not. me, <laughs> damn it. Not you. Just have me say it because I want to take another sip. All right. Uh, we as wrestling fans. Uh, <laughs> have you drink? As Victor Pantomimes. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, we as fans really need to expand our horizons. I brought this up in a final rant a couple of days ago, but I think personally there comes a time where, you know, we do draw the line as fans. We have the diehard fans and we have that casual fan thing. And I'm not going to, you know, call anybody out specifically. And you have the loyalist puppets. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Um, but no, like, but they have those diehard fans, the loyalist puppets, as Eddie said. So don't worry, you guys don't have to drink on that one. And people who just really don't understand the business. And that part bothers the hell out of me because I say it all the time. Now it's 2019. Before it was 2018. Now it's 2019. We know how the cake is made. We understand mm-hmm. these are storylines. We understand that these are performers. We understand that these are characters who are taking direction from people above them and in the WWE alone, they're getting their, they're also a publicly traded company, you know, so they do have guidelines. And this is why I always say, as a wrestling fan, you're cheating yourself if you're not going out and you're watching other products. Yep. You know, I see it all the time on Facebook. And, not, and I'm not talking about, you know, our group, you know, Wrestling Fantasy Warfare, which you should get in if you're not, you know, admin Carl. Um, but I, I, I'm a part of a couple other wrestling groups that are on Facebook, and some of the things that I see people post and question-wise just baffle me. The oh. hate. Uh-huh. The hate. The hate is ridiculous. Like, the people who are jumping on AEW to fail. Why? The company's Why do been you not want competition? Yes. Why do you not want that? Why WWE don't you? was the best when it was when at it had competition. competition. Steel yeah. shopping steel, man. You Seriously. can't just have it out there just... It yeah, becomes man. dull and boring. As a matter of fact, here's my point proven, okay? Let's talk about NXTs. Every single time we have an NXT, what do we always say? Great show. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, let's look at this NXT show right here. Mm-hmm. Without going match by match, which match would we that we discussed do we consider one of the weakest matches on this card? Matt Riddle and... Well, I, I gave the uh, the women's match. An NXT? Yeah, on this card that we just saw. You're asking me to choose between my kids right now, man. <laughs> okay, exactly. Yeah. That's the point I'm trying to prove. All right, so let's say it was Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair, right? Yeah. Now, every other match in the card we can agree was a very good match. Right. Okay. There is one glaring thing about this match that I am pointing at right now. It is this one person, because I can go here and go Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, Evolve, Ring of Honor, Evolve, CZW. Oh, she's, green. she's rookie. Uh, Evolve, New Japan all over the world, uh, uh, Stardom, and I forgot what the other company, the female company that they have out here. Wow. Uh, Shimmer. Uh, no, Shannon was in oh. Shimmer for a little bit. Ring of Honor and Overseas. Okay, the one glaring person, the one person that we are really critiquing on this list is Bianca Belair. And what is Bianca Belair? A WWE homegrown product. Yeah. I've been giving her props this entire year. She is the only quote-unquote blemish on this card. There's a reason why every other person that I was pointing at or was on this card put on a great match. Because you know why? They came from everywhere else. They came yeah. from everywhere else. They were able to travel around the world. They're used to that schedule. They're used to working in front of crowds that are like 40 to 50 people in a gymnasium. Mm-hmm. Guys that, quote unquote, work driving around getting paid five bucks and a hot dog. You know yeah. what I mean? These are people who actually know what they are doing. And for people who just focus on WWE and predominantly Monday Night Raw... 
and don't go out there and expand your horizons, you're screwing yourself. Because there's so much talent out there in this world, whether it is in America, whether it is in Japan, whether it's down in Impact, which I am still going to stand by what I say, is on a come up right now. I will not be shocked if 2019 Impact becomes a trending thing. I know, Eddie, you are laughing. <laughs> stop thinking of Fall Out Ba and stop thinking of 14. But Impact, Impact does have some things that they're working on. And trust me, I, I honestly feel that this year is going to be big for them. 14. But, <laughs> but Are we going to have to just name this 14 the Royal Rumble <laughs> But no, but no. But like, for people. Need a who, lot of drugs. Nothing for, over that. For people who just watch Raw. And then wonder why fans like us sit there and complain about everything. Oh, if you don't like it, you don't watch. There's a reason why we watch. We love professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. We watch a majority, a little bit of everything. Yeah. If somebody says, hey, like like Kyle, for like months, we were sitting there telling him, check out 205. No. Check out 205. No. Check out 205. Not going to happen. Check out 205. Not going to happen. And then what happened? I watched it. And how was it? <laughs> Great. Okay. Matt Riddle. How many times have I been talking about Matt Riddle? All the time. Yeah. And how has he been? Great. Yeah. No Bro. complaints, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hell, Oni Larkin and Danny Burch, Eddie. Fuck, man. One, two. I'd still watch that tag team match again exactly. if, they, if it came on. People who mm -hmm. have wrestled in other places do have an opportunity to make a name for themselves. Hell and if yeah. you're just focusing on Raw, there is something seriously wrong with you, and you want to sit there and call yourself a wrestling fan, you really need to look outside of what you see on Monday nights for three hours. And trust me, outside of three hours on Monday night... There is great professional wrestling elsewhere. That's the reason why we sit there and look at Monday nights and say there's something seriously wrong with that show. There's yeah. New Japan on Axis. There's Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor comes on. I mean, it comes on late, but it comes on Channel Ten. Yeah, no, yeah. actually, it comes yeah. on earlier times on the week on, on Saturdays on Nessun. Yep. Yeah, it comes on Nessun too. Yeah, it comes yep. on earlier times. And you can watch Ring of Honor matches, their weekly shows, on their website and on Fight TV for mm -hmm. free. And apparently, there's another one that comes on some station I never heard of called Impact Wrestling. There's another one you can watch there. Oh, they're on Twitch. They're on Twitch. They're on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're on Twitch? Yeah. 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 With the video game streamers? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. So, yes. So, that was my quick burial of the week. Picking me up now? Yeah. Okay. yeah it was picking up Carl, like, uh, rubbing the mic oh, stand. Right. Right. Damn, Carl. Trying to <laughs> take all my mic time. <laughs> all right, go ahead, everybody. You don't want to follow me. <laughs> That's why I just made mine up. I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> wow, okay, man. I guess I'm next. All right. <clears throat> I know he wants to give us one more. Go ahead. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I think Eddie must have buried it up before. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's like that magazine buried it. Entire fucking everybody. I hate to say it, Eddie, but that was actually my burial. <laughs> was that whole PWI magazine once again? And the reason why is um, a lot of the fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Out of five hundred. Mm-hmm. The modern day Maharaja. He is. He is the fiftieth man in history. To win the WWE With championship, a longer combined day title reign than Roman Reigns three or four. First of all, I hate that. <laughs> stat, all right. First of all, boom. Let's just just start here. Boom, bang, bang. bang. <laughs> By the way, those effects. Bang, bang, bang. No, seriously, I hate that. But um, previously, I buried that because Brock Lesnar was rated higher than Seth Rollins, which he is again, again. He's actually, I think he's the first WWE wrestler you see is 
Brock Lesnar, right? No, uh, AJ. No. AJ was two. AJ was two. AJ was two? Yeah. Brock is number four. It's Kenny, oh, yeah. AJ, Kenny, was two. AJ, Okada, and Lesnar. Okay. What I hate, what I hate, and this is me burying whoever decides that they're going to do this, is these lists of people. And they, I really, really want to say that they're making these lists just based off of names, not in-ring talent work and storytelling, which is something that we as wrestling fans Money. go ahead and drink. Should be judging wrestlers based on, you know, your ring in-ring performance, your mic work, and also... And I know it's WWE, the publicly traded company, so we got to add another one, your marketability. And Jinder Mahal possesses zero on any of those. And the only thing Brock Lesnar brings to the table is just muscle and freaking suplexes. His matches are boring. If If you're not getting carried by Finn Balor, Daniel Bryan, hell, Braun Strowman, if you're not getting carried by any of these guys, you absolutely suck. Your matches are boring and predictable. If you did not have Paul Heyman as a voice mic person, I would never want to watch a show that you're on, period. Paul Heyman is the best in the game. I understand that, and I wish to God they paired him up with Roman Reigns, who actually puts on good matches. Brock Lesnar, however, you're going to get a suplex. You're going to get a belly-to-belly. You're going to get a belly-to-back. Then you're going to get F5. Matches over. You might see a Kimura lock or two. Anyway... The people who makes these listings, I don't know if you guys research or if you just listen to whatever Dave Meltzer puts in your freaking face, but you should absolutely be fired because you're terrible at your job. If I went at my job and year after year after year wrote a book that was absolutely horrible and had people who's having faces like this, <laughs> I would no longer have a job. So to the authors and the people behind the entire PWI listing, as a kid, I loved you. I used to go into supermarkets, run straight to the magazine aisle to look at your reviews. That's what I'm saying. However, now... You do stuff like put Brock Lesnar as the fourth best wrestler when he had four matches in a year. I can Johnny. give you no, 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 no. Johnny Gargano is number thirty-four. I, I can give you Tommaso Ciampa is ninety-seven. I can give you a pass for Brock Lesnar because uh, if you want to go off past merits, then you can get a pass. It's off of, year, but it's off of last year. This no, is maybe, directly maybe, based off of maybe last year. Maybe because the person who wrote it was just like you know watching some old Brock Lesnar and confused it with. With today's stuff or whatever, <laughs> but you don't get a f- fourteen. Jindamar. Eddie, this is your turn. Go right ahead. Nick and Matt Jackson are thirty-eight and forty. That person must hate them. <laughs> Cedric Alexander, twenty-eight. Literally, someone paid Mickey this person number seventy. <laughs> Mickey made the top one. Uh, <laughs> Mickey made the top one. Bushi is twenty-nine. <laughs> But Jinder Mahal oh. is 14. Did he literally drop off the Taj Mahal on some? He's better than John Cena. John Cena is 20. I just know this. <laughs> Jinder Mahal is a former United States champion. Who has about as much wrestling ability as me. If that man did not get steroids in his arms to the point that he I'm has, saying, he has three, three so, nipples. So, so we, we just going to pretend like he wasn't part of 3MB? That's what I'm saying. He... He is the least successful mm. member of 3MB. Well, not really. He, he is. He has a longer title reign than three of Romans. Shut up! And, he's ranked, <laughs> and apparently he's ranked above them, too. Yeah. yeah. 14. Yeah. Oh. That's God. just awful, man. PWI, you suck now. And I hope your magazine goes under like the sauce I'm magazine. I'm saying, your toilet paper now. <laughs> you are that bad. You have become... Your birdcage toilet paper. <laughs> God damn, man, really? Seriously. It's going on a birdcage line. That's liner. not even bathroom literature anymore. Like, that is bad now, bro. 
Like, if, honestly, honestly. I quit going to the bathroom if I, I had to read that. I bring that magazine back to whatever it. magazine company you got that from and tell them, not only do you want a money back, but you want double your money that's back gonna, because that, you read that, that book. You know I'm going to use that as ammo from now on, right? Dumber <laughs> this magazine must magazine. be a misprint. It I must mean, be some sort of rare item that uh, is going to come up on eBay years from now and sell for billions of dollars because whoever put Jinder Mahal at 14, that was a gag. <laughs> they weren't expecting nobody to fucking see that or they weren't expecting anybody to fucking... S- oh, my... Brian, your yes. boy. Yes. Maxwell Jacob Freeman. MJF. 352. Damn, he's not as good as Jinder. <laughs> <laughs> what about Tanahashi? Oh, he's definitely not Jinder Mahal material. <laughs> oh, okay. But anyways... Flip Gordon's 144. Really? So he's not Jinder Mahal material. Yeah. I've read it. I've read it. Grado made the fucking list. So wait, so you mean Put this away. Put this away. I, I, aren't as good as Jinder Mahal? Not the great Jinder Mahal. No, no. Shanti. <laughs> Can I use your bathroom to slip? What about Pete Dunn? Slip my wrist in the tub. <laughs> what about the guy who's held the title for like six hundred plus days? Pete Dunn. He's is no. He gen- he's, just, no I, he's no. He's no gender. I, I, is he better than gender? He's no gender. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, hey, going, uh, I'm going to go hang myself in some uh, in some dark place. He's almost half as good as gender. Hey, has gender Mahal put on any match as good as the one that Pete Dunn when he won the, the freaking UK title? Ever? Ever? <laughs> Do you remember any gender Mahal match that stands out? Kofi Kingston's 82. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember Jinder Mahal matches, period. Did he have that one with Roman? Which was great, because Roman carried him. <laughs> yeah, but is he on Jinder's level? I'm going to tell you something about that match, honestly. That should get both Roman and I love Roman. I'm sorry, man. Roman and Jinder, the hell out of the top 20 for last year. The fans were chanting everything else except for anything related to those two being in the ring, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Mustafa Ali is 112. Is, 112. He than me? is he better than me, Samoa Joe? Yes, he's better than you, Brian. So Jinder Mahal is better than Samoa Joe. 23. Wow. <laughs> By nine, son of a bitch. Shanti. Gotta work harder. So if if there's a PWI 500 for the women's division, there is there is one. Is Nikki, Nia Jax will probably be right above Nikki Bella, but she'll probably be about six and seven. But I think yeah. Becky's not even in the top ten. I, I don't want to know. look at that the one. The third I opened up right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like Nia Jax will be the Ginger Mahal of that list. Don't I think it, Nia's actually in the top ten of that list. Don't even show like me that. My, list. Nia's work in ring has improved though. Come on. No, her work in ring has decreased. <laughs> She's gotten way worse. Gentlemen, Matt Hardy is 34. Ladies and gentlemen, the beers of the beers are hitting him apparently because he said Nia Jax has improved in ring. She has. She hasn't hurt anybody in the last two weeks. Y'all must want me. Uh, like y'all, direction, y'all must want me to share. Did you not watch the rumble? Who'd she hurt, man? I'm not gonna say it. She didn't hurt. Uh, she did. She hurt Becky? Hmm? No. No? Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, no. Hmm? Who's she hurt? Zaya. Zaya Lee? Yeah. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, Nia Jackson one week hasn't hurt. <laughs> you mean in two days? Two days. She's like that. She's like that, um, that work, work thing? safety yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Zach Gibson's 269. Liverpool's Carl, number one. Put that toilet paper <laughs> away. All right. Um, he buried somebody so we get to He did. I, 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 he did bury. <laughs> he, yeah. yeah. Wait, was he better than Daniel Bryan, though? Oh, my God. Is he better than Daniel Bryan? I'm sorry. I just I think think now we're getting 13. fickle. 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 Daniel Bryan was 13. 
Alistair Black's 41. Wow. Bullshit! That he, you invert the numbers between him? Oh, okay, 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 okay. All right, I found Daniel Bryan. Y'all ready? Good. 91. Give me that magazine. Give me that magazine. It was a catch. <laughs> Shout outs to Imani for buying no, 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 me. No, 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 no. Victor's face right now is priceless. 14. That uh, must be the, the, the amount of money, 14 million he paid this gentleman or something. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> l- ladies and gentlemen, we are currently one hour and 42 minutes into this episode of Holy the Codex Brian. Prime Podcast. And uh, we uh, will actually finally get to talk about the Royal Rumble <laughs> 2018. Right, yeah, we, the, we finished the pre-show. We got the pre-show out the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on now. Uh no uh well so yeah Royal Rumble 2019 we be uh, moving moving past the pre-show we began proper with Oscar versus Becky Lynch for the WWE the man four and a half stars SmackDown Women's Championship that was tied to me for the best I match of the night that yeah that was my match of the night too I enjoyed too. that match thoroughly yeah uh, Oscar is badass she's got her mojo back uh, about time yeah about time booking let her do what she does huh? um uh. <laughs> I Love Oscar. Uh, yep, Oscar won by tap out, but Becky Lynch was, is still the man. I don't get it, man. They gave her a clean tap out and a yeah. quick tap. Out. Yeah, who who was it that said? Uh, was it Bully Ray who said that she should she should have passed out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Passing out yeah. would better. Yeah, it would have made more sense with her character and everything like that to pass out. But. Yeah. And that's another one of those logic gaps I want to throw out real quick. People were saying, "Oh, well, she tapped out because she knew she was supposed to be in the Rumble." Kayfabe. Was she in the Rumble? No. Was no. she scheduled to be in the Rumble? No. Mm-hmm. So why would she tap out so early if she exactly. knew she was going to be in the Rumble? KK yeah. people. Yeah. And then. That fifth wall. Yeah. She Oscar. wanted to go against Ronnie. Yeah. Yeah. And Oscar won with. She calls it that. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie. Ronnie. Yeah. And uh, Oscar won with a unique version of the Oscar lock. Yeah. Kind of like a bow and arrow Cross submission. Yep. Crossface chicken wing. Um, so yeah, Oscar's still the champion, which is good. Um, next match, the best tag team on planet Earth. In the world, world Craig. The Miz and Shane McMahon, Shane O'Mac versus The Bar, Cesaro and Sheamus for the SmackDown tag team the titles. Bar. Three. <laughs> You give, I gave that a three and a half only because I didn't think that Shane McMahon's old ass can still do that. So. Yo, the bar got a bonus for taking themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Shane? Hey, a little that that shooting star check. press Shane did, I didn't think his old ass was going to be able to perform. Yo, I thought yeah. he was going to pull up Brock Lesnar. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. I got nervous when he went up for that. Yeah. I can, can you imagine everybody else that was sitting there like, yo, fuck, fuck, land it, land it, land it, land it. <laughs> rotate, rotate, rotate. I got it. Yeah. Once he did his little prayer thing, I was like, oh, he's about to do something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'll years... give it to Shane, though. Shane just got balls. Yeah. Shane always had balls. Yeah, 50 for, years old. For the boss's son, somebody who's grew up like privileged from Gre- Greenwich, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, you don't have to do that. Yeah. yeah. He, he likes really doing it. Yeah, he, he likes, likes it. doing yeah. it. Yeah, he loves yeah. it. Like, he purposely did. You know, Vince he... is the boss, and he did the stuff he did. Yeah. yeah. Vince, too. Yeah. Vince did had to take a fucking headbutt and a frog splash. All those crazy ass. stunts. Mm-hmm. Like, if you remember, WrestleMania 12, when... Vince um, does Shum- it first. Vince does it first. Everything he does, Vince does it first. The Owen... Yeah. Th- th- coming down from the Raptors that Owen did, yep. Vince did it first. And, and wow. I know we're going off topic, but Owen didn't want to test run it that day. Yeah. that's the, That could have saved his life. If he would have went for that test run, Yeah, could have saved his life. Mm. 
indeed. Okay, but but yeah, um, times. but the but yes. best tag team in the world. Yeah. But yes, uh, the Miz and Shane McMahon winning the tag team title. Shane McMahon, all of fifty years old. Uh, he's he's definitely a spring chicken. Poor tag division. Um, yeah, the tag Poor division. Tag so yeah, yeah, you think be. of. You think you think of uh so you think of the revival? Have they won any tag team championships on the main <laughs> roster? No. Who? Although I will say the revival—they're the first ever two-time NXT tag team champions, and I think that deserves right something. Now, heavy Machinery will win tag team gold before the revival. Pretty lady, I'm coming. Nick Thomas says, nah, she tapped out because Asuka had to use the new version of her move to beat her. Her <coughs> tapping out emphasized how dangerous that move is. Yes. Oh, excellent point. Yes. Yeah, hmm. so so yeah, when you think of great tag teams currently, you think of uh Gorillas of Destiny. You Ooh. think um Damn. you think Ooh. of uh all War Raiders, Ooh. Undisputed Era. Huh? We got um, Shane McMahon and The Miz. They are the best in the world. <laughs> Shane McMahon is the best wrestler in the world. The Miz is two-thirds of the best wrestler in the world. I, Who I, are these people you speak of? I cannot acknowledge those teams because I do not acknowledge tag team wrestling anymore. Huh? Now, and, that supposed and, to be and, a burial before you read that? Oh, also, <laughs> I told him I said forget about it when we were walking. Also, another fun fact. You know who else has a WWE tag team uh, uh, title before the revival? A ten-year-old boy named Nicholas. Nicholas. Shout out, Nicholas, <laughs> hey, Nicholas is over. He <laughs> is over. I'm still standing by that. That guy got yeah. a bigger pop at WrestleMania uh, than half of the roster. Fuck the revival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we move on to the Raw Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey defending against Sasha Banks. Can somebody else besides me honestly give Ronda Rousey credit for how much she's actually? I do. She's she was she doing an excellent job in ring. She is very girls, good in ring. Uh, yeah, she has a couple of pipe bombs, but I mean, honestly, her in ring work is oh, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I think that's been more of her focus. Like mm. since she's came in, she wanted to be a competitor. She's a, she is a competitor. Yeah, and, and that's what she wanted to be. She never, she didn't really work on the mic uh, on her mic skills that much. Like mm. Paul Heyman's working with her now. On well, that. Uh, can, thank you. Can we uh, can we acknowledge also the fact that though that you finally got the heads out the ass and said, "Hey, Sasha." Go out there and have do a, a match. match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this this is like the Don't be- go out there and have a scissor competition out there with you know with Bailey and everything whoa, like that. Whoa, whoa, wait. Hey. Go when out did there this happen exactly? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know. The night that we were all thirsting. As I watched that match, I watched Sasha carry the fuck out of Ronnie. But Ronnie did her thing. She now. did her thing. Ronnie. But Sasha carried the shit out of that match. Yeah, I will agree. Like this is the best Sasha Banks match she's had in like over oh, a year since time. Bailey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, since part one with Bailey, man. Yeah. Well, no, shot. No, um, um the, uh, the Iron Charlotte. Man match. Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Yes, the Iron Man match was good. Yeah. 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 Since they stopped, you know, they actually let her do something. Say, oh, we're going to have you in a comedic lesbian role. You know, not but, yet proven lesbian. Uh, Quasi lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> Sonya Deville was watching. Oh man! Yeah, that's just me. The views and the views and opinions expressed by Eddie Ortiz are his <laughs> alone. Do not reflect those of the Codex Prime podcast. I'm fickle, fickle. <laughs> but yeah, this was this was a very good match. Um, I'm glad that Sasha Banks was finally given a chance to actually yeah. give a damn. And yeah, exactly. It looked like she gave a fuck about the match. Yeah, like uh, uh, you watch her doing the tag team matches with Bailey and everything on Raw. She's just she's like coasting. Yeah. Yeah. But what was dope was when like they shook hands at the end. She was like, "Listen, 
Don't forget, she threw up the four fingers. I'm mm-hmm. like, the four oh, horse women. Yeah, I and actually really wanted her to go rag in the ring and start whooping the shit out of her. Like, me too. Pull a, pull a fucking Charlotte and stop beating her with a Kendall stick. Right. Like, I see how this progressing that she keeps going over the four horse women and they keep snapping mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And okay. going, like, I was waiting for Bailey to do it this past Monday as well. Just snap off, like, you fuck wailing on her. Or yeah. at least, like, do, do what Sasha just did. Four. Yep. I like that. I think that's actually was a very low key tease, man. Like the whole Roman Reigns eliminating Undertaker at the Royal Rumble, then eliminating him at WrestleMania. By the way, um, nah, but seriously. But seriously, though, I think that spot was actually debated because, like that picture said, they can. Is he actually... ranked above the Taker? Taker on that list? Don't make Carl. Don't 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 don't, don't 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 pull out the list. Don't pull out the list. Um, nah, take it in um, make the list. I, I, take it in make the list. Thank God. But Jinder Mahal. <laughs> if I had seen Jinder Mahal at 14 above The Undertaker. Well, technically he is because he's not even on the list. <laughs> we'll say he's retired. <laughs> um, I, I will say, though, that I heard I heard plenty of noticeable boos against Ronda Rousey. Like oh, She was yeah. a de facto heel of the night. Yeah. I think people slowly turning on Ronda, and Ronda's yeah. not helping herself. Once yeah, she I don't think know how to handle it. I no, think no, no. I think Ronda's legit. She's letting the crowd get inside her head legitimately. Yeah, why? Why the crowd's turning? She's being shoved down our throats. She's already champion, and she's been there a hiccup. That's shoving somebody down your throat. She's undefeated outside of one tag team match. Mm-hmm. We're not even gonna count that. Okay, mm-hmm. singles wise, she's undefeated. When people say. Becky's being shoved down our throats. She's taking losses. But now all of a sudden, oh, but Ronda's, uh, oh, no, Ronda's, she's good. She's good. No, no, no. She's good. She's coming along. Yeah, well, you know what? She's a focal point of this. She's a focal point of that. They, they're they marketing her. They have her all out there and everything, having the title. Mm-hmm. She's being shoved down throats. Yep. Uh, Oh yeah, uh, Nick Nick Thomas brings up a good point in the comments. He says, "How can you say Sasha carried Ronda when it took Ronda to bring that match out of Sasha?" I can answer that. All right. Okay, go ahead. First fickle. Up, so- here we go. Here we go. <laughs> first things first. First things first. Ronda still relatively new to the business. She, yes, we do understand she has experience being in front of live crowds and stuff like that. This is still her rookie year. Uh huh. It's still her rookie year. Okay. She does not know how to call things in that ring. Now, Sasha. Sasha has been in the wrestling business, I want to say, almost like eight to ten years now, working locally up here and then working down there. Sasha has been around people for years, as well as working in WWE development, working on the main roster, holding championships, and is able to call things in the ring. I may not know how to dance, but if I go on Dancing with the Stars and I have somebody teaching me how to dance, I can go out and do a rumba. Or uh, salsa dance or some shit. Thank Can you. you show us the rumor, please? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, right? Exactly. Yeah. Somebody can guide me and help me step by step on how to put the match together, how to understand the psychology of the match, how to put little pieces in there that can work, certain things that, hey, if we can't get to this spot, we're going to do this instead. There is a difference. Don't get me wrong. Ronda is indeed in the ring improving. She's getting better and better every single time. Right. But... When it comes to her promo work, it's a whole different story. Right. She has to work on it. Uh, That's what she really needs to focus on. Her oh, in-ring yeah. stuff, she's naturally getting it, but her promo, she has to work on it. And like I said, 
She's only been pro wrestling, like doing pro wrestling for about a year. Like mm-hmm. I brought up with Bianca Belair. She's very good for what she's done in three years. Just imagine her in five or six. Ronda, it's her first year. She's been thrown into the limelight. She got the spot. She had one of the best matches at WrestleMania, or one of the most talked about matches at WrestleMania. The best one at WrestleMania. We could argue that, yeah. Honestly, I and honestly I did say that when we were yeah. here. That yeah. It probably was the best match. She had, like, you know, she's doing movies and stuff. She's promoting stuff. She's the voice of Sonya Blade. The girls everywhere but in that ring focusing, except for when people are, quote-unquote, I'm breaking the fourth wall here, planning her matches for her, putting the shit together, and having them work together. So, yes, when but, we say hey. someone is carrying Ronda, people are literally carrying Ronda. Mm-hmm. But Ronda's good enough to actually stay with them and work with them. The girl's a natural athlete. She's been doing judo since she was, like, three or four years old. Yeah. So, yeah, she physically knows how to move her body and get in positions, learn how to fall and all this other stuff. So, yes, when we say Sasha was carrying Ronda, yeah, she was in her ear. Throw me over here. Do this. Drop down. Do this. She was putting the match together because there is no way in hell Ronda Rousey is able to put that match with her and Sasha together the way she did. I think mm-hmm. that she did that with Nia Jax, though. When Ronda Rousey fought Nia Jax in that match when she won the Women's Championship. All right, I let me break that... another wall. Go there's, ahead. There's a third person in that ring, isn't there? Truth. Yeah, the referee. That's Sorry, it. guys. Breaking kayfabe. <laughs> that's that's exactly that proves the point right there. She look at everybody she's worked with, people that can carry her. Lexa Bliss can carry her. Mm-hmm. Charlotte carried her. Okay, Natalia is training her. So uh, you know, if it wasn't for what happened with Natalia and everything with her father passing, she would have been carrying her. Mm. Okay, so yes, people are carrying her. They're carrying a rookie. I want to see. You want to. Br- and people say, oh, well, she's getting better. Okay, she's getting so much better. I want to see her carry the match. Oh. And it takes time. I want to see her. Test it is. I want to see her. It does take time. My, I've only I've ha- only had a handful of matches. I didn't carry not a damn day. Same My thing. practice match with Mike, with, uh, Mike Kanellis. Mm. He carried that into the whole entire thing. I was green as this goddamn wall right here. <laughs> Greener. But you made it work, right? Yeah, we made it work. Exactly. And, I, and I was safe. Fun for I all the watch. loyalist puppets who are following the, the, the David Koresh and saying that they should be worshiping Ronda Rousey. Come at me when she has to carry the match, and she has to be the she has to be the one in charge in that ring. Well, you know, started a debate, so he goes, but oh, so Nick Thomas says, but if you've been complete shit for over a year, then there, there's no way you're carrying a rook. Through through a match while the be- while I have the best match you've had in that year, give Ronda her props, y'all. I am. Now, Go ahead, Nick. We're giving Get Ronda him, her props. Get him, Nick. She's in, she's improving. <laughs> okay, the okay, thing okay. is that Sasha Banks isn't. This wasn't some out of nowhere. Oh my God, we know Sasha can do this. Okay, booking has been holding her back. The WWE finally said, "Okay, we need you to take lead." Okay, this whole past year, they've been have they've been holding her back. They've been doing these stupid ass feelers for freaking women's tag team and everything, and using Bailey and Sasha as the guinea pigs for it. Okay, it's not Sasha's fault that she had to be danced around like a loyalist puppet. Let me let me add on to really quick to what Eddie's saying, right? All right, this is where my whole little rant got into effect, and I'm sorry that we're running a little bit long on this, but this is the part that I'm talking about, right? 
all right, people, some people watch wrestling. Some people know wrestling. Some people understand the business aspect of it, and some people understand the in-ring aspect of it. Carl, you can attest to it as somebody who trained. I, someone who trained. I, I never went anywhere, had 20 matches, did a couple little things, some rumble spots, and singles matches, right? I can honestly tell you, there's a difference between being, if me and you had a match right now, it would look clunky as shit, yes or no? Okay, now if me and you, with our quote-unquote experience, worked with another person who has way more experience than us, do you think that me and you could separately have better matches than what we would have by ourselves? Oh yeah, definitely. Exactly. That's the part that we're trying to get across to you people. It, I'm not burying Ronda whatsoever. I'm giving Ronda props because I am amazed at the fact that within the first year, she's able to do what she is doing. But she is being carried by people. Bailey, who's been there for years, carried her on Monday. Whether the match was good or not, she carried her on Monday. Charlotte, the match she had with Charlotte, who do you think was telling her what to do in that ring? Oh, Charlotte. Exactly. Sasha Banks, who do you think was telling her what to do in that ring? Sasha. Okay, when the match happens with Becky, even though it's going to be more of a fight than a wrestling match, who do you think is going to be telling her what to do in that ring? Oh, the man. Okay, like I said, I'm sorry I'm we're sorry not, to break the fourth wall. but We're not, not knocking the girl because she's green. We're actually applauding we're, her because she is green. Because I'm the one, I'm, I was, before that Mania match, I was like, she is fucked. She is going to suck. She is going to get horrible. This is embarrassing. What the hell are you doing, WWE? Star power. Another exactly. I was like, oh my God, we're going to get this washout from UFC. Who's going to come in with the star power? I was against this. Now I've actually come around and I'm like, okay, she's at least getting better. At least she's learning. At least she's taking it seriously where she's like, okay, let me at least learn how to do the stuff in the ring. That way it comes off presentable on television. And Ronda's yeah. not Shayna. She, she's not Shayna. Shayna's been wrestling independently for like three years now. Exactly. Yeah. Shayna, Shayna was knows already, what she's doing. Shayna, Shayna was already heads, yeah, miles ahead of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was already miles ahead of her. Okay. Mm-hmm. for We're actually applauding her for being this green. Uh, allow her to get carried. That's why they're putting her in the matches. With certain people that can do this, that can make her shine. You know, the Nia, Nia Jax one, you know, that was just to and get honestly, the belt on I her. thought the ones with her and Nia weren't bad. Not they weren't great, they but could... they weren't bad. She yeah. came out alive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and so, yeah, Raw Women's, cha- yeah, Raw Women's Champion, uh, Ronda Rousey, she still got the belt. Um, hopefully, we'll get more good matches from Sasha Banks in the future. And now we move on to the Women's Royal Rumble match. We already knew who that was gonna win. Oh yes, we knew. Bro. Uh, Becky Lynch eliminated Charlotte Flair to win the 2019 Women's Royal Rumble, the second one. So she's gonna go on her way to WrestleMania 35, where she will challenge most likely Ronda Rousey. Oh no, it's oh. not most likely. She did. She did on Monday night. Oh, yeah. she said it. This yeah. is it. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, we she showed up. This she, she showed up on Monday, and the pop was fucking amazing. It really, it really, oh, wow. really was. It was like it was like a return wrestler. Oh, yeah, wow. like it was like, like it was like when Bret Hart finally came back. Damn. Was yeah, that, it was, was magical. It was like But and here's the thing, it's like like the crowd was so over like they completely turned on Ronda. Mm-hmm. And then like this was Ronda's second promo at that at that. Ronda actually had some nice bars. Mm-hmm. Like wow. she told Beck, she's told Becky, like, I can re-break your face faster than you can say Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. She told the flag, like, like, like in a real fight. Mm-hmm. I'll own you. She said she like, I own the I own the she, ground under my feet, and I will own you in a real fight. Like, wow. she had bars, but <laughs> Becky was so over mm-hmm. that it was, like, completely irrelevant. Wow. 
Yeah, I mean that that's 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 the that speaks to the testament of Becky Lynch that's and her why power I with hate the crowd. Spoilers, I swear, spoilers, because this was well publicized that Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey was going to be the main event of WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Previous to, you know, uh, the injury to Lana, you knew that she was going to be in there some way somehow. Yeah, like like uh, originally Becky Lynch wasn't in the Royal Rumble match at all, but when Lana was hobbling out and she couldn't compete. Becky Lynch marched out in the aisle. Fit Finley was there. I mean, Becky was persuading Fit Finley. Like, oh, put me in the match. Put me in the match. First, Fit Finley was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. But then eventually Fit Finley came around and said, yeah, go ahead, do your thing. And then she marched down in that ring. And then um, the best botch machine, Nia Jax, tried to put the kibosh on that. Leave my woman alone. <laughs> um, she, she tried I'm for you to have like, a discussion on Wrestle Fantasy oh, Warfare. Um, um, Wrestle Fantasy Warfare and, with Nick Thomas. Okay. Right? And so there was a there was a good storyline here where where uh, Nia put shoved uh, Becky Lynch off the off the steel stairs and then uh, Becky landed a little awkwardly so she was favoring her left leg, and so Charlotte Flair her being the last one in the ring the referee came in and was about to raise her hand as the winner of the Royal Rumble but then Becky Lynch rolled in that ring did her thing threw Charlotte over the top rope, and then fans left home happy and I sure did. Oh yeah, yeah. I was on the edge of my seat when I because I'm like yo Becky's getting this Becky was my pick. Yeah. Yeah, Becky yeah. was everybody's pick. No, well, see, what had me on the edge was at the, towards the end. I was like, "Are these motherfuckers really gonna swerve us and give it to Charlotte?" Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And I was thinking. That's what I was watching. That's I like so after she good I, the, 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 the when he put when she pushed her off the stairs and she hurt her knee. I'm like, "We're gonna get swerved. Well, these motherfuckers are gonna have Charlotte go over." All about the swerve. Can bro. I can I, <laughs> can I be fickle for a second? Fickle, fickle. See, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play both sides of the fence on this. Philosophical. One, okay? okay, here we go. Uh. Becky Lynch, in the Rumble, okay? Even though she was my pick to win. Right. Uh, who allowed her to get into that Rumble? Fit Finley. An Irishman. Ah. Uh, no, 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 no. Hold on. But I like that, though. No, that, that is actually that, is... That would, that would be right. good. I that, noticed, that's I one noticed thing. that, too. All right, yeah. now I'm going to play the other side of the role. Uh, what role does Fit Finley have that casual fans would understand? Agent. Okay, so as an agent, do you have authority to make matches or to book matches? I don't think so. Well, you know, based on based on WWE television, what authority does Fit Finley have to allow her to go in the rumble? Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. Boom. Mic drop. Think about it. Yeah, that's so how they're gonna assert there Charlotte. Go. There you go. For all the Becky haters, there you go. There's your there's your there's your oh. there's your ammo. Oh my god. If they make a, a Becky versus Ronda a triple threat match with Charlotte. That's what they're that's uh, they're that's, the, the, that's, that's the plans apparently the is to make it a triple exactly. threat match. That is why that's why about the mic he yeah. had to actually bury somebody whose opinion That's my fellow admin. Yeah, we Adrian, that one was for you. I've there already you said I've I've stated I've stated on several wrestling groups that if this happens, you will get the most booze. You will you remember some shit uh, the shit they did through at fucking Roman Reigns for beating Taker. No, I got mm-hmm. something better. No, that'll wipe it off. John Cena, See that, Rob Van Dam. Oh, that type man. of heat. You're gonna get I, that I, type that, of heat. Yeah. That yeah. rivals Gargano the, heat. The heat of a thousand suns. Oh, yeah. Champa Champa heat. Yeah. No, yeah. Cha- Champa heat will be cooled off by the, the way that crowd. <laughs> yeah. And then the following the yep. following Monday, the cr- just just not. Real. Oh, forget about it. You you want to ruin WrestleMania? You want to alienate fans? Go ahead, go ahead, and throw Charlotte in there and have her win. Yep, and and I will say like like legitimately like the main event for WrestleMania 35 should be should close with Ronda and Becky. That is that's the plan. 
Right. Well, there's no Roman, so there's not. It's not going to end the show. The show's not going to end with booze. Yeah, at least, yeah. <laughs> throw, <laughs> throw Charlotte in there. Oh, like man. even, like Let's even if they show. go the route and ruin it by adding Charlotte into the match. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. And I just don't want Charlotte to win because I also have a funny feeling that if they did throw her in there, they would have Ronda win because that would be she goes over all four of them. Mm-hmm. That sets up the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen because it'll set up the story. Because that's what. That's why I said that <laughs> the, 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 you won't have that match until next Mania. Yeah. Because it's going to be a slow burn. But having Ronda finally go over at Mania over the last one of the four horsewomen will make those four snap and they start jumping Ronda. They start going after Ronda. And that's when you have to stop bringing up the other ones. But then that's going to. But do we really need to take a whole year for that? Oh, yeah. That's because Mania, bro. That's, for, that's Mania. That's not SummerSlam. That's yeah. why. That yeah. That's why you need a slow. Because first of all, you got to introduce Shayna Baszler. Yeah. The other two are a hot mess, so they still need some time. Mm. Okay. That's why I'm I'm scared with those two. That's why I've even thought of maybe inserting Sonya Deville. Because she's an yeah, MMA, MMA background. Yeah. Because yep. those other two, they're I don't I don't know if they're gonna be ready in time. If they, it would take a miracle, or they would really have to put in. The, Carry them the shit out of them, yeah. Cause Shayna Baszler is gonna be good. She gonna she gonna be good. Oh yeah, on her own. Yeah. But this is why I just uh, just leave it alone, WWE. Just go with it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And also, um, uh, Nick Thomas left a comment here. It says that we all constantly say how green Nia is. Sorry, Carl. Nia couldn't carry a blind person in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> leave my woman. <laughs> She alone, <laughs> and if she could, she botch it. <laughs> she would. I mean, she tries with Tamina every week. <laughs> <laughs> who? All right, who's 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 actually worse at botching things though? Uh, Tamina Snuka or Nia Jax? Oh, Nia Jax, because because Tamina Tamina, Tamina, Tamina has Nia had Jax. enough time yet. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Brie oh. got Brie. There you go. There's your <laughs> new debate topic, you guys. Do. That's that's like a Chinese riddle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, fuck each and every last one of y'all. <laughs> but uh, Chinese checkers, it looks cool, but you don't know what the hell's going on. But uh, I don't play Chinese checkers. I have no clue. But yeah, some uh, <laughs> some uh, some some fun notes about uh, the Women's Royal Rumble. We had eight NXT appearances uh, from Lacey Evans at number one, Nikki, Nikki Cross at number eight, Zia Lee at number eleven, Kyrie Sane fourteen, uh, Candice LeRae seventeen. Casey Kansanzaro, 19, Io Shirai at 23, and Rhea Ripley at 24. You know, it was one thing I was surprised. Tony Storm was at NXT that night, and she wasn't she in the room. Oh, wow, that's weird. Huh. I'm surprised they gave Lacey Evans as much time as they did. Oh, yeah, yeah with her opening promo. Her opening promo, and then she had a, she was in there for a pretty long time, too. Into, yeah, I in think the room. she's going to be like the next one that they're going to push. Oh, uh, because she's yeah. blonde. That's why. Vince, you know Vince... Lo- Long legs and blonde. Vince is in the back, like and a money. and a former well, there US was a Marine. Few of them that I would have been in the back too. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny is Casey Catanzaro. Wait, speaking of speaking of Ooh. the women, we're on the women's Royal Rumble. This portion is sponsored by Fiji Water. No, it's not, <laughs> but it kind of is. But Kate and Ka- Casey Catanzaro. Three. Let, Let us be thirsty. thirsty. <laughs> I actually remember watching that girl on uh, American Ninja Warrior. Oh yeah, and I didn't even realize I didn't even realize it was her until they said it. I was like, 
Holy shit, I saw this girl on American Ninja Warrior. She was fucking good on that fucking show. Yeah. And she was tiny on that show doing that stuff. And I'm like, watching her on that thing, I'm like, remembering it. I'm like, wow. I'm like, you know who I actually saw on one of those competitions? I want to say it was The Rock's competition. Do you remember a guy in Impact Wrestling who did the uh, Jersey Shore gimmick, Robbie E? Yeah, Robbie yeah. E, yeah. He was on it. He sucked, but he was on it. Yeah, on that Titan <laughs> show, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, be on that. By the way, that show was phenomenal, just in case you haven't watched it. It's a really good competition. I watched okay. a little bit of it. It's, American, the next, yeah. the next it's American, American Gladiators on steroids. Oh, it's oh, wow. on American <laughs> No, well, it's on steroids. Was, was a champion for American Gladiators. Rico? Yep. Wow. Yeah, Rico. Damn. Learn something new every day. Sick. Last time I heard, he was like sick. No, nah, he's still, from what I heard, he's still in Vegas as a cop. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, also, uh, longest in-ring time at the Women's Royal Rumble was Natalia at 56 minutes and one second. Second longest time was Ember Moon, 52 minutes, 23 seconds. And shortest in-ring time was Liv Morgan at eight seconds. I wasn't expecting. I thought Liv was going to at least give us a good 10 minutes. Papa, like 10 minutes. That Papa Smurf magic ain't working for eight seconds, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. You know? about eight seconds. I mean, in the ring, in the ring, because I'm out of shape. Yeah. You can't be thirsty on the show. <laughs> so yeah, Becky Lynch is the man. She's the winner. And then we move on to the next match, which I Can, thought was... You didn't get to your next bulleted point, though. Yes. <laughs> no, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, real quick, I had a bullet point here on my notes here. Yes, uh, as I said as I said earlier, Nia Jax is so bad at her job. And Tamina, Tamina has the easiest job as a main roster talent. She literally just shows up and does nothing. <laughs> it's so true. Nothing. So I love her. <laughs> She just stands there, stoic. She she might do a little wrestling move every now every now and then to I remind you that, like, that she's she an active talent. Off the top rope. To, yeah, no, Tamina's splash is sloppy. Yo, That's man. That's like the Ronda Rousey. Superfly is rolling sloppy, over in his grave watching that splash. Like, <laughs> like you might. Do- like her brothers must be oh. like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? I jumped like, off the cage for this. Yeah. <laughs> like to me, like I wish I had Tamina's job. Like I just she, she gets paid to travel. She's living the dream. Yeah, she she's gets living the dream just to be there. Yeah. yeah. And like, her, her her ring attire, like she must like it looks like a literally a sweatsuit. Like, it looks wearing trash. It was so much better. It was no. It was so much better when she like she more wore she wore like more street clothes. Like she had like yeah. she used to rock like sneakers and stuff. And I'm like, okay, Tamina looking like wifey over there, but it's like Ow. now they actually now try to like make ring and get ring gear out of it. And just like you like him tall and light skin, huh? Got to be over six foot and light skin. I think I'm the same height. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that got a Samoan thing now. Is that the only? It's the last. That's the last content you got to contact. Samoan. <laughs> it's the last race you got to get to, huh? Samoans. <laughs> Haven't been with a Samoan yet, have you? So you're not the triple crown champion in that ah. department, man. Huh? Still one, still one pin you gotta put on that map, huh? Y'all finna get me in trouble. <laughs> it's the unicorn he just can't reach. Hey, man. Moving on to the WWE Championship, <laughs> um, this match was I, th- I thought was the weakest of the night. It was Daniel it was. Bryan. It really Dan- Daniel Bryan nice. versus AJ Styles. Uh, this this match, it was like a slow slow burn first gear match that never got out of first gear, in my opinion. It was very reminiscent of the Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose last match, man. It was just mm. they were just happy to be there, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean, the uh, the whole match was ruined by Eric Rowan at the end. Like, what the fuck was? Absolutely, use the better bludgeon. Oh, that's, that's one. He's still hurt. Then he no, cut. They were both. They were both cleared. No, yeah, they were both cleared. Mm. For, like first of all, Rowan did he come back bigger? Um, 
I think he's a he got tattoos. No, no, no. That wasn't the clothes. Because that man was wearing a jumpsuit that wasn't exactly loose fitting. So he came back bigger under that uh, under that damn fucking flannel shirt. Mm. Yeah. Okay, but he just showed up in this like that. We didn't even get an explanation this week uh, to why he showed up. He's he he gave us an explanation. He likes uh, to recycle. Yeah, he, I mean, you know, like if you look at his Titantron, Rowan had the cycle yeah, logo in the, in the O. Oh, yeah. yeah, now he's just Rowan. Because somebody yeah. has to hold the five rings for Captain Planet. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, although I will say, with Daniel Bryan, I want a replica of that hemp belt. Oh yeah, yes, nice. yes. Like, yes, I'm getting that. That's gonna be my first replica belt. I don't think it's gonna be I'll, hemp though. I, uh, <laughs> somehow, <laughs> somewhere, I'm gonna find that some bitch. I mean, I'll test it to make sure that it's hemp. But <laughs> it's fun name. fact: you can't smoke hemp. <laughs> right, there you go. Sustainable materials. But so I will wear okay. it while smoking the weed. <laughs> this is from the earth. It's made of stones and, and wood. And it better be carved out of a naturally fallen oak. That's yeah, right. Not fickle. Fickle. No maple. Impotent. This is for Daisy the cow. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Daisy. All right. Oh, yeah. man. But I remember hearing about that. He was going to unveil a belt a, f- a few months ago, and mm-hmm. they like kind of held off on it. Oh. And I said that, too. I was like, it's gonna, what's it going to be made of? Hemp? It's going to be made out of recycled material? Yeah, he said yep. that. And we thought it was a joke. And, and, yeah. Yeah. Look, really? I knew it. I knew it. That's what was going with the story. <laughs> and, and, and funny enough, the belt got a big pop. <laughs> the belt actually looks good. It does. It's, it's, for his character, it's fucking hilarious, man. I was like, I like this. People... Shitting all over, like, oh, that's fucking trash. People, it's not gonna last forever. It's gonna go back to normal after he loses it. But, but right now, enjoy the motherfucker. Yeah, I, I would. I'll, I'll get one myself. His fans are fickle. Yeah, and uh, fickle. everybody fickle. hated and the spinner belt, and I then people fell in love with. And then people started falling in love with it, and then nope. Oh, we got you. We got used. We got used to it because we had no choice. Yeah. Um, but the my second favorite match of the night, the Universal Championship, Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar, hold David on, versus on. Goliath. Hold on, I, I, I got I got four questions to ask you. How did you like that match? Well, Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. How about you? How did you like that match? I really liked it. How about you? How did you like? I that enjoyed match? it. You? How'd you like that match? Gave it four stars. I gotta be Eddie Ortiz here. That match fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Whoa, <laughs> okay. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I, I hated that shit. Man, I pray I have my hit. I have my hands in the air, giving him my energy, praying for the spirit of Eddie Guerrero to be behind him. Mm-hmm. No way out, two thousand four. Well, everybody knew who was gonna win. I'm it's... sorry, but you're gonna have him tap out. Yeah. To that. No. To the the Kimo- last. T- when was the last time Brock used the Kamara lock? Against Triple H. That was. Twenty thirteen. No, twenty fourteen. I think. And people forget he was he was quote unquote breaking arms with the Kamara lock. So, but dude, honestly, I I I went in there like okay, it's either gonna go one or two ways. Finn Balor's gonna get dominated early, make a comeback, and then lose to an F five, or Finn Balor's gonna come out like a bat out of hell, drop kick him a few times, get suplexed a few times, and then lose in that fashion. I got exactly Plan B, and it was just so poor. It was so anticlimactic. You're missing one important part. What's that? The story that was being told. There was no story. Yes, there, there was. was. There 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 was a story. You had sucked. You had everybody in that. Everybody in there, like, please, please, please. And please, what's the please? Believe one thing. Believe in battle. I've been. I've been waiting for this for the longest believe time. Believe in battle. Yeah, go ahead. Waiting for this for the longest time. There is one thing I have been seeing forever that it would make Brock Lesnar losing to a small person believable. 
What did Brock Lesnar have? Diverticulitis. Thank you. That is the one thing I've been saying for the longest time. If you want to beat Brock Lesnar, where do you go to? You go to his gut. And what happened? Banged into a table. Not once, but twice. And what was he doing? Selling that injury to the point where people started believing, holy shit, he might actually be able to beat him. And what's Finn Balor's finishing move? The coup de gras, which is a double stop off the top rope onto where? His stomach and chest. And that's where I was like, okay, logically, that makes sense. When people always say, it's not believable that Daniel Bryan can beat Brock, or it's not believable that AJ Styles can beat Brock, it is. If you come up with a smart enough game plan, you work it out, you tease it, it could work. Now, I'm telling you right now, Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, I know I'm spoiling ahead what's going to happen next. Yeah. But Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Seth's got to go for the gut. He's got to hit him with everything he can. In all honesty, that match to me should be no holes barred. Should not be a regular wrestling match. Should be a no holes barred match because it's going to be the coronation to Seth. And he's got to attack God willingly. He's got to attack that gut. I got a quick yeah. question, though. Did Seth Rollins ever lose over somebody here? Yeah. Yeah, Randy Orton. Randy Orton did. Okay. Yeah. Remember the pop up? The pop up. RKF. He did. Okay. I thought they were going to do another. That shit was pretty. I'm trying to find somebody to challenge the streak, man. So far, I got Michael Cole as the only one. Rob Van Dam. He's not coming back through that door. He's still undefeated. Some of this. Hey, with that hemp belt around, he might. If he doesn't smoke it off, smoke it away. Oh no, no, no. His his record's not. His not perfect. But yeah, like Balor came out like like a big star, like like we know him to be. Um, hopefully, this will put him when they in got the flush the next night. I gotta uh, say this, man. I knew so put damn him in the well he wasn't gonna win as soon as he put out a tweet that the demon isn't going to be. At yeah, Rumble. yeah. They should have at least put the demon out there to make it look like he had a shot of winning that match. Now yeah. I understand why though they didn't use it. It would kill the mystique of the demon. He would never be able to yeah, use he'd it never again. Be able to use it again. Yeah. It'd be like, oh, well, you lost to Brock Lesnar. What makes you think they're going to beat this next person with the demon? Yeah, that's true. But yeah, man, Brock Lesnar, when he actually gives a shit, he can sell his ass off and make his opponent look like a million bucks. And that's he actually the plug did his on, job. Um, Brock. I mean, on Brock. Yeah, because Bron- oh, a, a sixth Braun Strowman match with Brock Lesnar, that would have that stunk up the joint. <laughs> oh, my God. That would have been negative five stars. You know Twenty-two with Brock Lesnar? All of his best matches since he's been like champion, the universal title thing, have been with smaller, smaller guys. guys. Yeah. Roman Dang. Reigns is not smaller than Brock. He said best matches, though. I know. That's matches. why I brought up Roman. <laughs> <laughs> Aside, and maybe Samoa Joe. Put Samoa Joe to the side because I think that match was. Look, well, Samoa Joe. Well, Samoa Joe. Yeah, yeah, so wait, 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 wait. You can't put that... yourself as a going for that. Look, I'm chomping right now. <laughs> the Samoa Joe match. Uh, Samoa Joe match with Brock Lesnar should have been a street fight. Like, they yeah. should have been. Like, some old Joe should try to stab him and shit. Like, Joe looks like the type of guy that should try to stab you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out. fire on the microphone. Yo, if anybody right. saw that promo from SmackDown, when he came out and he was just like, dissing Eric. <laughs> oh, my God. He told Randy, don't. Trust me, when I show up with you and defang the Viper, it ain't going to be out of nowhere. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker. He's like, Brian, I don't know what you smoking, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man. Uh... Was Wendy. <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> I miss oh. Wendy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Finn Balor still the man, and we got the main event, uh, the Men's Royal Rumble match: Seth Rollins eliminating Braun Strowman to win the 2019 Men's Royal Rumble match, going on to WrestleMania 35. I got one complaint about that entire Men's Royal Rumble. What's that? I got uh, myself, my replica. I was in the Royal Rumble. I didn't slide, by the way, like everybody thought I would when I ran down the ring. All right. Uh, anyway, he got a big pop for that, that too. Great. Everybody was waiting. Yeah, for but it. the way he, you know what I said? Like, Here's the best thing. He's he owned it. Yeah. Like yeah. he ran down and he said, like "Wait, wait, wait, hold up." 
And everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> That's how Titus won my heart over, man. Titus. But then you got eliminated right after. after I'm like, oh. Right there. Bye, right Kurt there. Hawkins. Right there. Then you got then you got Kurt Hawkins. Mm-hmm. Then Greatest you got, referee of all time. Uh, then you got, uh, what's his name? What's his name? He actually had the shortest time. Dan, uh, no way, Jose. How many people that got right in the ring? Uh, Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. How many people that got right in the ring and got knocked right out that you could have filled that spot with people who actually been like had a chance in the damn match made it actually more entertaining? Totally I right. mean, one person, you had your Virgil, well, you had your... Uh, well, you had one person back in the day that would get thrown out originally. There was way too many people. They, they, they'd be the dead horse with that one. Mm-hmm. That was my one complaint. Yeah. Well, that's how it's evolved at, over the course of time. It's, uh, it's always... Bunch of dead weight in the in any battle royal Royal Rumble match, it's always a whole shit ton of dead weight that you just know. That's why they they had fucking Lana do her little fake injury and everything like that. Yeah, mm. she definitely would have been dead weight. And then what? Yeah. Can somebody tell me what the purpose of that mix match challenge was? Yeah, it, it was like a big old gag, like to get our to get our truth into the number thirty spot. If you wanted to do that, was a waste. Royal Rumble and attack somebody. Don't make me watch mix match mix, mix tag team for the whole damn summer. Yeah, <laughs> I just never watched it. an episode. I watched yeah, them all either. because my daughter loved them. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, that just the, like it, it ruined it. It ruined it for me. Like we don't I, I, for one who's asking for Nia Jackson the men's rumble nobody asked for that nobody I, did I did it but I just enjoyed <laughs> go ahead we already right. said go ahead say, go ahead and say Vic Nia Jackson sure as hell ain't no ninth wonder the only, or, or even Karma or Awesome Kong's level or Beth Phoenix's did you just That's really what? Victor voice a bulleted point yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the what we like to call the Oscar T-Rex pose the only, the, the only good that came is. out of that was able to watch legalized domestic violence yo you know what when when Nia Jax came in the ring and when um she had Rey Mysterio on her shoulders and when Dolph Ziggler super, super kicked, kicked her, her? I, my I brain said. couldn't my brain couldn't process it for two seconds at first I'm like did, did, did Dolph Ziggler super kick Rey Mysterio or did he super kick Nia Jax like, in the face but, but then but then Rey Mysterio would drop kick Nia you know in, in the back of her leg and then she like caught got caught in the second rope I'm like wait what is happening <laughs> like is he really going to hit him with a six one I'm like no he's Oh, he did it. He did, but you know. And then when she's standing there, when she's standing there, I'm like, "Come on, Randy! Come on, Randy! Come on, Randy! Come on, Randy!" RKO her, boom. And Nia Jax, she put she put on her Instagram because obviously I follow my woman on on Instagram. <laughs> she she said, "I regret nothing." Good. Yo, that was a that that was a low key Vince McMahon style to the Me Me Too movement. That's what that was. <laughs> that was Vince back there, like. Anybody want to me to me? That's what happens to you. I, I, I oh, I, I wouldn't go that far, but I, I, I think that this is like WWE. It's, it's like a sign of like them like testing the waters, like maybe going flir- flirting with the with the with the TV fourteen rating because oh. like you had that like that that risque uh, storyline with Mandy Rose trying to seduce one of the Usos. Also, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. reached for the cup with both hands. By the uh, way, Alexa the Alexa Bliss <laughs> in the in the shower, I guess, or whatever. Um, and then now they're trying to flirt with the TV fourteen rating, trying to bring back the intergender of uh, wrestling violence. And people lost their shit over yeah. it. People, got mad. people lost their no, shit. People, people like really people oh, were literally oh, yeah, were legitimately like, oh, in the world of in this world today, you're really gonna have men beating on women. Like people really went ape shit over. It. I'm like, are you? 
Are you fucking serious? Yeah. I mean, to, I mean, and, and put and put this in perspective. I mean, Lucha Underground has uh, intergender matches. Oh routinely. my god, they, they, they're brutal with the freaking females down there. Like the indie, they ain't holding yeah. back. They don't hold back on the females down there in Lucha I Underground. Chi- I saw a chick. Yeah. I saw a girl get raised his head, raised his edge through like a couple of chairs. Wow. Yeah, in the indie scene, in indie scene, out of Beyond Wrestling match, they don't yeah. hold back. <laughs> Shit, remember Chris Dickinson? Over where he in- powerbomb the hell out of. Um, What's his name? Cherry Bomb or whatever? Where he like threw her all the way across the ring and like... That was that at FET? Yeah, that was at FET. I was there. Oh my God. That broke the internet for a while. People it were did. pissed. No. And New Japan... Over in Japan? In New Japan? Yeah. Mm. Girls have the initiated. Mm. Like getting stiffed by the male competitors. Mm. Okay? Wow. Like if you want to you wanna play with the big boys, you want to be in this business, you get initiated over there. They break you in. Same thing happens down in Mexico. You want to be a Lucha Libre? They will initiate you. The big, you are the, training with the guys. Yes. You're training with you the guys. You're, with getting, the guy. you're getting hit like a guy. You're getting thrown around like a guy. You're getting treated like a guy. Because mm. it's, wow. it's rough. It's it, rough. It's, it's rough in there. And I find it funny that people are like, oh, Nia's breaking ground and doing all this stuff. No, she's no. not. She's not. Mad late. Like, Don't give them the credit for that shit. No. It's the same people who are sitting there, you know, The royalist puppets. Um <laughs> It's the same people criticizing WWE saying, oh, now you're having men-on-woman violence and stuff. But at the same time, Nia's breaking new ground. What about China? Mm-hmm. Like, we're not talking about a porn career. The girl was beating up men before anything. Her last match with Jeff Jarrett was a good housekeeping match. Yep. It was a straight hardcore match. They literally beat each other up with a kitchen sink. She yeah. fucked the Briscoes. I'll even give you one better. Back in the 70s. Andy Kaufman wrestled women. He was the intergender champion for years. Like, yeah. come on, people. Like, that's that, those are the things that annoy me. Like, come on, Nia. Okay, that would... congratulations, you're doing something cool, but you're not the first to do it. Okay, she's just doing something cool. No, she's see, that's what kills me. Everybody, everybody right. screams equality until the equality happens, and then they're like, "Oh, well, oh, you shouldn't like, letting women play football." Okay, everybody's like, "Oh, we need." Equal rights. Let them play football. Okay. Don't come bitching when that girl gets taken the hell out. Mm-hmm. When she gets hit so hard that she's like, I'm done. I'm done. I retire. And I can't feel my... More props to the girl who will hit you right back. Yeah. More props to them. So, yes. Naya, that's cool. Congratulations. You got your rumble moment. But come on, people. Like, Grow up. It, yeah. Seriously. And Japan's women's wrestling. I mean, they work stiff, too. Oh, oh shit. If people <laughs> think what we see here in America is nice, go watch Stardom. Well, you wonder why Io Shirai was considered probably the best Japanese wrestler including men and women, go check that out. If you guys really want to see stuff like that, expand your horizons. Don't watch what you just see on Mondays. Go out and watch other things because you'll see that this intergender thing, it's only a rule really in WWE. Everywhere else they're doing it. Impact, they're doing it. Hell, Ring of Honor, they're about about ready to do it with the new uh, women's champion down there. You got MLW, all these places that allow intergender stuff. WWE doesn't do it. It's just them. But now that they're trying to, like Vic said, test the waters a little bit, maybe we'll see a little bit more. Because I want to see the hell. Becky Lynch and The Rock booked themselves at WrestleMania. They did. They booked themselves at WrestleMania. <laughs> wow. They did, via Twitter. <laughs> yeah. The Rock threatened to whoop Becky Lynch's ass. Becky Lynch said, bring it. <laughs> I'll watch that match. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see Becky Lynch versus The Rock. Yeah. And also some uh, some uh, uh, quick facts about the Men's Royal Rumble. We had three NXT appearances with uh, Johnny Gargano at number nine. Very good performance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pete Dunn at eighteen. I thought he did good too. Oh, yeah. his, him and Alice was black back and forth. That was that was. Oh good. yeah. Yeah. My only Alice complaint was, was that Alice the Black didn't sell his knee. 
Yeah. Yeah, that, I noticed that too. It was like a continuity error. But Alistair Black has twenty one. Uh, number thirty was uh, originally our truth, but uh, the you know the best boss machine had to take his spot. My woman um, alone. Uh, longest in-ring time this year was Seth Rollins, the winner, at 43 minutes and 26 seconds. Uh, second longest in-ring time was Mustafa Ali at 30 minutes. Good for him. And Listen to uh, his recent um, episode of, Re- of um, Talk is Jericho. Yeah, he did an interview with Jericho, right? Actually, yeah. he really put on a good show in that Royal Rumble. He, he did. He proved that he can go. Who, Ali? Yeah. I think yeah. he's going to have a big And fumbled the year. fuck out of his promo on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I think this kid is going to have a huge year this year. He's going to have yeah. a great year. He's going to have oh, a great year. Yeah. Yeah, mid card all the way, um, mid card titles all the way. Like maybe he'll restore some meaning to that U.S. paperweight, the US Championship. <laughs> yep. Hey, 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 hey! We are responsible for the current, and United we take it. We, man, take it we give it our truth a chance. <laughs> our truth, save that title, man. You are our truth is a gold maker. If anybody has well, listened to, the think news. about it. You see what he has done in the past. Okay, with, with gold teaming up with gold dust, turn that into gold. Teaming up with. He made Carmella relevant again. He did. Actually, he is a gold maker. He can save that title. Give Truth a chance. We've been saying it for months on the UWO podcast, which is also on you know plenty of platforms. Well, it's I different. will. I will say that it, it is very fitting that our Truth won the U.S. title on a botch. <laughs> very fitting. <laughs> That's right. But then he defended it. He did. Same Still night. Champ. Still yeah. champ. And uh, shortest in-ring time at this year's Men's World Rumble was uh, your favorite wrestler of all time, Eddie. No way, Jose, at two seconds. My poor, bam, poor Dominicans. Bam, bam, his entrance bam, was bam, way bam. longer than his in-ring. It his really never was. stopped. It was like New Jack. It is. It was like New Jack. The music just kept playing. <laughs> yeah. Everybody shed a tear on the island. Yeah. So, yeah, there it goes. <laughs> yep. So, there, there you are, uh, NXT TakeOver and Royal Rumble and a bunch of burials. So, uh, yeah, let us know what you think in the comments. He's 14. <laughs> <laughs> if you learned anything today. Remember, since this is, we, have, we probably have to, like, speed through these. Yeah. Since this is a joint venture with yeah. the UWO, mm-hmm. it's final round time, isn't it? I think so. All right. I'll let you take it from here. All right. Well, guys, before we go ahead and say goodnight, we're going to go ahead and get some things off of our chest. And if you listen to the UWO podcast, which is available on iTunes and all major, um, excuse me, uh, podcast providers such as Google Play and Stitcher, whatever the hell that is. We're all YouTube. Oh, YouTube. We're on YouTube. Good. Not yet, not yet, but we will be. Damn it. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, okay. But anyway, uh, we like to end up the shows with something to just to clear the air and get some stuff off of our chest and hold you guys over till next week. And that's what we like to call the final rant. And um, we're going to let the guests go or we're going to go ahead first. It's up to you. Call, call, call. Uh, Actually, we're guests on their show. So technically, yeah. aren't we guests? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, but this is just segment, so we're letting you like. Yeah. Eddie, go ahead. He's go ahead. 14! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have no final rant, but motherfucker, I got a final rant. He's 14 out of 500. Who the, what the fuck? I just can't, I, I can't wrap my head around that. Like, I legit am insulted by that whole, that whole magazine. Like, legit insulted. That's got to be a gag. Whoever got that for you, literally got you, got you a gag magazine, Carl. They got that from fucking, like, Expre- uh, for freaking Newberry Comics tees? or something. Pro wrestling tees? Is, spe- is that store Spencer's back or something where you get gag shit? Because, no. Nah. Pro wrestling tees? Oh, yeah, pro gosh. wrestling tees got a gag section. Okay? <laughs> 14 out of 500. He's above some of the hottest names on 
the planet right now. What the fuck? <laughs> it's gonna be okay, Eddie. Well, would you like to know who's at least number five hundred? <laughs> Should have been gender. They they obviously fucked up somewhere. Some guy named Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger's 421. Hey. Cheeseburger Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I got the shake to make it leg quick. <laughs> I got the McNuggets. Number 500 <laughs> is a wrestler named Puff. <laughs> Get him, bitch. Oh, popular, West, popular Western New York rookie scored a convincing win over Joey Ryan in June. Also had a win over RJ City in Barrie, Ontario. Debuted for Smash Wrestling in Ontario this year. Impressive. And I would accept that above Jinder Mahal. Not the other one. Signature moves with a Bonte drop, a tilt-the-world flapjack, and a big splash off the second rope. Not even the top, the second. <laughs> I can just picture this guy dressed as the fucking Marshmallow Man. <laughs> the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, huh? Kind of. Like... They actually have a put. They got a picture of him. Oh my All goodness. right. Uh, 14. We're gonna, let's just keep going. Uh, Brian, go ahead. All right. I'll make my final rant really quick. It's not going to be more of a rant. It's going to be more of a please check this thing out. Um, WWE released a documentary recently on a wrestler who I still to this day think is the best technical professional wrestler that has never actually wrestled in WWE is a guy by the name of Nigel McGuinness. Oh, that was so good. It's so damn good. I've The very first time I actually saw Nigel live was a show called The Fight at the Roxbury for Ring of Honor. It was actually him versus Chris Hero in Pure Rules. From that day forward, I thought this guy was going to be money in WWE. Uh, his story, his journey is very heartwarming, yet heartbreaking at the same time. The dude should have been a megastar in WWE. And there's some very sad points in there, but there's also some very like heartwarming, like really good stuff there for this guy. To see him actually go there and be a part of NXT UK, and to see guys like Zach Gibson, who pretty much took his entire moveset. Uh, the Shankly Gates is the London Dungeon. The mm -hmm. Tower of London spot where you have a guy in the top of dropping down, Nigel invented that. The dude is an amazing pro wrestler who got a really shitty break in the business. I wish the guy would come back and wrestle one more match. Unfortunately, he's chosen not to. He's very happy not to. But if you ever want to see really good Nigel McGuinness matches, look up anything against him and Brian Danielson, anything with him versus Chris Hero, anything with him and Claudio Castagnoli. One of my best matches I've ever seen live to this day was at the very first or with the very first uh, Best in the World show at the Hammerstein. It was a four corners match. It was him. It was this guy named Tyler Black, a guy named Claudio Castagnoli, and a guy named Brian Danielson. One of the greatest matches I've ever seen live. And it is a shame that this man has never received a shot. But I am very happy that the guy works for WWE. He's being taken care of. And if you guys haven't seen this special yet, please take the time. It's about an hour long. Give it a shot and see what this man went through before he even got to WWE. Because like I said, it is a shame. And that's my final one. <coughs> 
And just in case anybody doesn't know who Brian, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the four names? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was Nigel McGuinness, a guy named Cesaro, yeah. a guy named Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. and a guy named Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. That was the four-way. And all ranked below fucking Jinder. Jinder, <laughs> <laughs> right? All. He just spotted out three names that are going into the Hall of Fucking Fame. Well, Seth, Seth was over. Seth, Seth was, was before. Yeah, Seth was over. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. still. It's okay, man. It's okay. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna be no, all right. it's not. <laughs> PWI has turned into fucking TMZ of fucking wrestling magazines. T- uh, nah, TMZ is refutable. That's that's uh, that's that's like that's not even a national acquire. That's that black and white one that has like the vampire boy. On the, oh, uh, <laughs> Weekly World News. Yes, <laughs> that, you know they'll have Pigman on there I next might week. As well be like the Providence Phoenix at this point. Oh, man. Damn. <laughs> Oh, man. I'd rather... All right, so... Um, high school paper is better than that thing now. You are 23 years old, and you're, what, 26, right? So, uh, sure. yeah, we're going to go with youth before age. So. Have at it, Okay, my final rant is actually going to those dumbass fans who had a fit because Roman Reigns actually has a role in the new rock film, Luke vs. Hobbs. I'm not sure if that's the name of the uh, film, Hobbs versus Shaw. Hobbs versus Shaw. Like, really? You guys really had a fit saying, oh my God, if WWE used this, if this whole leukemia thing is fake, first of all, how the hell would you even know what Roman is cleared to do? Okay, and if you actually watch movies, sometimes all it is is just him probably doing a little something, and most of the work is being done by stunt devils. But yet, since you smarks automatically know that he's going to be doing his own stunts and everything. Like, you guys are really full of shit. Mm. Well, I heard like, he's doing like a whole, uh, the, one of those uh, dancing, like the traditional He's dance. probably doing the hawker. So he's probably not doing much. But you want to jump to that conclusion. Maybe, like I said, he was just medically cleared to do, to do a movie. It's probably even a short, just nothing but a cameo. But you guys want to jump to conclusions. Get your facts straight first before you start making those assumptions. That's just mine. Short final rant, but it's final. It's a rant, regardless. Word, word. And Velveteen. Yes. <laughs> Experience. Uh, <laughs> um, mine's not not so much a final rant, but uh, maybe just like um, like a word of like. Uh, caution or like be be skeptical but listen as Carl would say oh the fifth agreement yeah Um, uh, to all the fans who are like uh, are are massively hyped about AEW like I'm really looking forward to AEW in the future and I'm I I really really hope that they succeed and they become that they become a viable brand and a viable alternative that uh, people can watch besides um, you know WWE. Yeah, this is something that we've been begging for years as wrestling fans since uh, since the uh, demise of WCW, and now we're gonna get some real competition. My hope is that fans don't overhype or overinflate their expectations to the point where AEW can't live up to them. Uh, um, and, and I hope that AEW doesn't get the um, get the uh, perception that, that, that they're just like, oh, they're just taking a bunch of WWE cast-offs cast offs and whatnot. 
So I really hope that AEW can actually take their time. They don't have to like fly in the face of the sun like like Icarus. They can actually take their time to build their brand. You know, just focus on what they have to do, like build their homegrown talent. Um, you know, bring in new voices from the international scene. They don't have to like rely on getting like WWE, you know, cast offs and whatnot. They can focus on building their own brands. Maybe get like one or two appearances like from you know former WWE talent here and there. Um, and then and then and then go from there to make it a viable you know legitimate alternative you know it doesn't have to be like oh they oh it's it's all or nothing like they gotta they gotta either surpass WWE or they just or they can't do the bills will not bother like give WWE give AEW a chance to breathe let it grow and then who knows maybe in two three years time they might be another WCW where they're you know killing it in the ratings but you just got to give them that chance to grow. Be patient. Don't overinflate the expectations. Yeah, and I'm sick of hearing every time this person is leaving here. Is he going to AEW? The fuck, man. AEW mm. hasn't even had a body slam yet, bro. <laughs> every you know time. What I mean? like, like, well, all the reports of people leaving the w- wanting to leave WWE. Oh, AEW. they're going to AEW. They're going AEW. Why? First of all, nobody on Cody Rhodes side has said they're going to. He literally said. I'm not trying to pick up. We're not trying to take talent. Stop pushing from. randoms. We're only interested in six to eight wrestlers, period, in the United States. You know and what I'll, I mean? I'll say this with the big rumor of uh, you know uh, Dean Ambrose leaving. He should go to Impact. Mm-hmm. There is a lot more he could do there than he could probably do at AEW. And nobody will ever see it. But you know, something? <laughs> but you know something. Creatively, he will be happy. Creatively, yeah, he will be happy. Especially going down there with people like Raven and Tommy Dreamer, who are tra- who taking over the creative down there. Yeah, and stuff like that. People may not see it, but you know something. He might be happy with what he's doing because the guy's been making millions. We know he's one of the top earners in WWE. Oh yeah, he doesn't spend a lot. The guy's probably sitting on some money right now, so maybe he'll go down there and have some fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they are Possible. getting a little bit more risky. I will say that. Because uh-huh. if you guys haven't seen that Scarlet Bow Joe thing, man. This is why I come back mm. to. Sometimes, <laughs> yes, it's good to go to WWE because it's the big money. Mm. But these guys are doing this for fun. This is this is fun for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're not having fun, sometimes you got to weigh that option. Like, so you know, some of the other guys who are smart have the money where they can say, you know what, I'm not having fun right now. I'm gonna walk away. Mm-hmm. You know. So some and some guys are like, you know, I got people like Zack Ryder who looks like he's just like fuck. I just Get hit. I need the paycheck. You came to to, to back after giving them a what billion dollar money scheme, and that is exploring the internet in terms of showcasing your you know WWE yeah. network. Zack Ryder was page, the prototype for what they're doing on online now. Here's your mm, reward yeah, for was. that. We're gonna give you a one day in the continental title reign and. A Owen 458 wrestler to tag team up with on Monday Night Raw. There's your... There's y'all, y'all pay attention to that because I know Victor's going to end this soon. But yeah, you watch this whole thing through. But um, I didn't get a chance to rant, damn it. Um, anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, I'm on Codex Prime, damn it. We've been talking wrestling all yeah. damn damn. We've been talking wrestling all damn night. And we're on Codex damn... Prime, and we have not discussed anything video game related. Oh, and man. somebody in my immediate right decided oh, no, no, totally to throw it. out a challenge in Mortal Kombat. You threw it out. <laughs> this is the part that you didn't see yet. Wait, oh shit. So, anyway, while I'm getting distracted by this man's video, 
And, and Thorst. And stop! Oh. <laughs> anyway. That chick. Uh, okay, so. Well, anyway, right? Give him a chance. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah. There's a game called Mortal Kombat that's going to be coming out, and I plan on getting it for the PlayStation and, and going on somebody's uh, Twitch account and um, putting this size 13 directly up and depositing it. Oh, the challenge has been accepted. <laughs> I'm ready. You already, you, the challenge has been accepted. You see these three these three gentlemen over here? You see these three? They're carried in a fighting game by a genius. And you want to tell your audience what happened the last time you played me in a fighting game, Mr. Uh, Omega? I lost. <laughs> I'll admit, I'll take, a, I'll take that out. I'll take that out. But I can redeem myself in Mortal Kombat. But since you also brought up video games, mm -hmm. it's time to call you guys up on a challenge. Oh. Yes. I'm calling, I'm calling all four of you out. <laughs> okay. The four in February challenge. You have to be... Four games within the month of February. Now, it can be a game that you had started already and just need to finish. One that you played for that you can beat with your eyes closed. Four games within the month of February. It doesn't have to be Red Dead Redemption long because we all know this motherfucker will beat it. <laughs> I got, now, so here's a, here's a question about those rules. See, I'm actually finished with God of War. However, I'm getting my ass kicked by those Valkyries. Now, that's beating all of those Valkyries coming. That's beating the game. Sure. You only got four kids. I've only beaten <laughs> one of those games. I barely got time yeah. to play a mobile phone They're game. <laughs> you know I. Uh, you know I have four kids too, right? Yeah, you don't work at night like a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of does too because he works. Oh, you don't work at Twin River. Right? You know, this, I watch the sun come up, and I'm as I'm going back into my coffin. Yeah, now. I used to do the ten to six a.m. thing too, man. I do that now. Four and four, four and four. And he Man. doesn't drink coffee. No, I don't. How the hell do you not uh, drink coffee? Right I brought now? a, I, I brought a PlayStation Four. My my son use, uh, my son uses it more than I do. Sorry about the Fortnite expansion. Okay, I bought him. I got a video game. I got, vi I brought Dragon Ball Z Legends and I, it's you got dust Fortnite? on. It. No. Do you do the dances too, man? No, that's your grown. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bought, I bought Eddie's son, my nephew, the expansion. Allegedly, somebody at your dance, at your party was doing those Fortnite dances. I don't know who the hell that big man. Yeah, was. some grown motherfucker. <laughs> grown man should not be doing Fortnite dances. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was doing. It. Says somebody who plays the game thoroughly. And exactly. He was cursing you know, out kids, man. Uh, man Nick, kids. Nick, <laughs> no, uh, I'm on Overwatch now. I'm Nick, Overwatch netting. Nick Thomas wants in on the MK challenge. Uh, all right. Oh, so it's going to be three on three? <laughs> you know what? Then I'll call you. You know what? Too, that will Nick be your third person right there. You got Nick Thomas to back you up. <laughs> Three on three. Three on three. Eddie, you better not lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four in February. I'm calling you guys out, and then I'll be I'll be on my social medias, and I'll be calling out a, a list of people. I got yeah, Super right. Mario Brothers 1, Super Mario Brothers 2, Super Mario Brothers World mm -hmm. on the Super Nintendo, and and Super Mario Paint. I can finish one picture. Four. Nope, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going, old school. I'm going old school. No, the one game I will finish that I haven't finished yet was the South Park Fractured Butthole. I haven't beat that one yet. I'm I beat like, both of them. It was huh? Classic. Oh, the first one was a trip. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna try to finish that one, and then I went three old school games in the car that I was that I was like I've never beaten them to this day. I've never beaten Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson's Punch Out. I've never beaten Battletoads. Mm. And Friday the Thirteenth. How about this? What wow. I'm going to do is I'm going to find out the gentleman to my rights list uh -huh. and beat all four of them before he does. Ooh. 
Knack one and two. <laughs> what is it? Knack one and two. Knack one and two. I have two. them both. Mortal Kombat ten. I have that as well. And yeah. then I'll do Spider Man all over again. That game sucks. It's a <laughs> Hater. Oh man. Hater. And I will be playing one of those plug and play games. I in <laughs> about ten minutes because that's about as much time as I am allowed it. With to double dragon live. one on it and in on it. You know the Tiger handheld games? Yep. Do you not realize that <laughs> it's a good thing my kids watch wrestling because I probably wouldn't be allowed to watch wrestling? <laughs> wow, man, struggle is uh, real. Uh, damn, we going on three hours. Yeah. All right, um, it's like the Royal Rumble. We're, yeah. running, we're running long. Yeah, yeah. Some of us are going to be sleeping in our cars. I got to work. <laughs> All right. So um, we're going to skip our question of the week this week. What? Yeah. Yeah, because well, this we're, is... The... We're late. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got work in the morning. All right. Yeah, this is the longest Codex Prime episode on record. We are making history. <laughs> Sorry. We just seem to make it longer and longer every time we get on here. Right. <laughs> but we love, thank you. But we love you guys. Thank you for joining us. As always, we'll see you guys at Mania. Mania will work. Mania will work. Oh yeah, that's me. So good. we might have something planned for Mania night. Oh, we're talking about. We're talking about it. Montas, we'll keep you guys on post and make sure you follow us on social medias: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Listen to us on iTunes. Make sure you leave us a five-star review. Five-star! <laughs> SoundCloud, Google Play, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Yep. Obviously, thank you all for tuning in. Yep. Um, Listen to the UWO podcast. If you're female, I put out. <laughs> we are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. And yeah. on that note... <laughs> Peace out, nerds. <laughs> 14. 14. Dream over. It really is.